Yo, yo, it's your guy Ben Duran back again with another installment of the 42 Podcast with my guy. Twan, yeah. we here, we here. Yeah, yeah, we here, bro. So, how you doing today, man? How you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm chilling, man. I'm just, I've been thinking about this music shit lately. Ooh. A lot of niggas dropped, a lot of niggas dropped. Facts, bro. Who dropped? Who dropped? Tell me who dropped. All right, we got Circles by Mac Miller, which I did not listen to. I didn't either, yeah. But I definitely want to listen to that. And the Revenge of the Dreamers 3, the director's cut. <sighs> Bruh. I never heard of no fucking dog. Look, I'm a movie guy. You know I'm a movie guy. Only time I heard of director's cuts was with, like, fucking movies and shit. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of director. But yeah. fuck it. Dreamville on some shit. Bruh, Dreamville, dog. I don't know if they up there with with uh, TDE yet. Because you got Black Hippie, bro. Like, Black Hippie is classic. To me, that's one of the classic I never listened to them. Oh, they're dope. I ain't never listened to them. It's literally just J-Rock, Kendrick, Absol, and Isaiah. That's literally all it is. It's them featuring on each other's tracks. But they just call like it Black Hippie. So okay, yeah, that's like tough. A group. It's that's like tough. a group, but not really. That's so, tough. Yeah, but, uh, that'll sound hard. I kind of like Max, even though, you know, RIP to him. That, was like, mm-hmm. that, that broke me, bro, when he died. But, like, I like how he titled the track, like, what an album swimming and then the next one is circles. So yeah, so like saying, swimming in circles. Yeah, because it's yeah, like yeah, play I, you on. Know, and it's even it, it honestly deepens the sorrow for me with him because it's like he's basically saying like I'm probably never gonna get over my drug addiction. Yeah, that shit. Uh, yeah, that shit hit me. I was at work when that shit happened. When I heard about that, I was on I was my like, way damn. from work. Uh, G had called me or no, he texted me. He said, "Yo, you heard about Mac?" And instantly, like, I knew it. But I had to Google it, and that's when I, I was like. Fuck, man. Damn. Shit. We'll never hear nothing from him again. This is the last day. And Tony was was talking to me. Um, He was like, I can't listen to Mac no more, bro. Because every time I listen to him, it's like, this is it. Like, we're never going to hear any progression from him. Like, no new music. Like, this is it. He's gone. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like that's what makes it, like, swimming. It hit, like, I'll fuck with that project. Heavy, I, yeah. like that shit was just, especially with his death and stuff. That shit, listening to the lyrics, just emotional. It was. It sounded like more a cry for, not necessarily a cry for help, but like him kind of like just like getting his shit off on that album, swimming yeah. like. And it was like it, it helped me through dark times because I was going through dark times then as well. And it's like that's that's the beauty of music. And it's like now with circles, it's like we've been getting so many like posthumous albums from like mm-hmm. niggas that's dead and shit. Yeah, like a lot X, of niggas died. Yeah, X, like, I feel like they need to stop with X, bro. Yeah. Like, you're putting out half-ass music, and it's like, the fam- I'm pretty sure the family isn't fucking with it. It's literally the label and shit like that. that just, just keep putting his shit out. Yeah, it's, it. it's like, some of it is good, like, it's a couple, but, like, most of them literally just sound like looped hooks, yeah. bro. That's literally what it is, and it's like... Pieces of unfinished songs, and they just kind of mashed it. Exactly. And it's like with Mac, though, I know his family was talking about it. They were like, he finished his project. Like, literally, it was just a couple tweaks that didn't need him. It's not like they needed vocals from him and shit like that. Like, yeah, but most of the album was already done. Yeah, so they dropped it, and it had the family's blessing. I think the family dropped it, actually. So it's like that, I let it go. And if it's if that's it, cool. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Just leave it there. No more. Yeah, like this was his last project before yeah. he died type yeah. shit. So it's like, man, and then... I'm pretty sure you heard of, if you fuck with Mac, you heard about the Goat Link situation. Nah, I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about Goat Link? Nah. So basically, this nigga, this nigga Goat Link, bro. Look, I love Goat Link. I'll preface it by saying that. Yeah. Love Goat Link's music, bro. I've been following him since the God Complex. Like, 
To me, that's one of the best mixtapes ever. And this motherfucker basically, like, put out this, like, Instagram post basically saying, like, oh, I fucked with you, Mac. You know, we was friends, this and that. But it's like, I can't help but feel like you kind of stole my sound from me, bro. And then he just went on to shit on the nigga. And then... Yo, he's wild. But, like, in, like, an egotistical sense, basically saying, like, I'm a better artist than you. That's basically what he was saying, which, look, I don't know. I'm going to be real with you. When it comes to rapping... You don't know? When it comes to rapping, I'm going with Gold Link. But when it comes to the overall production of music, like Mac yeah. produced a lot of most of his shit, bro. And like a lot of people like to talk about like white people like taking on like R and B and shit like that, like and funk and everything. Mac had those niggas blessings, bro. He 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 worked with like a lot of like George Clinton, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bilal. He worked with a, a lot, lot of top names. Yeah, bro. Well, not even top names, just legends. Like, cause like most of our generation don't know who the fuck George Clinton is, bro. Like, I just happen to, I happen to, because my dad's favorite group was um, uh, the Parliament Funkadelics. That was, okay, that's yeah, my dad's yeah. favorite band. So it's like, I know about that shit, but most niggas from our, even black kids don't know about them like that. So it's like, seeing him working with somebody like that, it's like, oh, okay, you different. Yeah. And I didn't like Old Mac. I didn't like Old Mac, personally. Like, I started uh, listening. When you saw, yeah, when you started listening to him? Probably... What's the album before Red Dot, or uh, what was that album when he was butt naked and the apples on the on the table? I don't. Know. Watch a movie with the sounds off. Yeah, that had uh, yeah, Red with the Dot red music. Yeah. yeah, the album before that, I want to say it was um Funk Macadelic. I want to say it was that because everybody kept telling me about it. They were like, "Oh, yo, that's his best project," and I liked it. But then watching movies when he got more into like the boom. Trap, not even boom bap. It was more like boom trap to me. Mm. And then following that with um, Good AM. Good, Good AM is my favorite Mac project, bro. Good AM is my. Good AM was hard. Good watching AM music, hard. I can't listen to it no more because it's like there's literally a song on there. I forget which song it is, where literally he predicts his own death. He was like, "I'm an OD and I'm have my mama crying over my cough and my girl like I like I had to turn it off. I tried to listen to it. I was like, I can't. That's the deepness. Yeah, man. And it was like, I was watching uh, Sean C. You ever heard of him? Yeah. The music bull, black bull. He was talking about it. He was like, it's kind of like Mac knew he was going to die. Like, he knew he was going to die because of his drug addiction. So that's why he made so much music. Like, he has a lot more music. People don't realize. Like, every album, he would record like two, three albums for one album and then go through and, and pick, pick the best, the best ones. Yeah. And that's where it's like, damn, man. Like, all that unreleased music. And I don't want it. Just leave it alone. I, I I would want to peek. I would want to peek. I feel you, bro. I would want to peek. But it's like, when it comes out and niggas like, oh, this shit is trash, he not there to explain the yeah. artistic shit behind it. It's left up to us to try to extrapolate somebody else's life when it's like, we can't do that, nigga. Like, but. For like, a lot, when it comes to, I feel like they just be putting, like, their deaths in the atmosphere. Like, they putting energy to Speaking it. Speaking into existence? Yeah, like, yeah. Juice World. He's, he always say he's going to die, like, at 21 or before 21. Yeah. And then Died at 21. Died at 21. Hold up. Did you peep his M song that he did with M? I Have you peeped M's album yet? I did not. I was on Revenge of the Dreamers 3. I feel like just cut drunk. We're going to get to it's that, too. I'm mixed on M's album. Because on one hand... The first time I listened to it, I was at Del Dale's crib, Tony's crib and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to it. I'm like, the fuck is this shit, bro? Why the <laughs> fuck are you doing a song with Ed Sheeran, bro? Hey, Nigga, you, like, this is what happened the last time when your project was ass, bro. Like, what are you doing? 
But then it's like making the same mistakes. But then I went back and listened to it again today. I started re-listening to it again today. And I actually like it. Like, dog, he put a lot of young artists on. Like he had Young and May on there. Mm. Uh she was the first track. And she bodied that shit. Okay. Uh, Juice World was on there. It was a couple other niggas he had on there too. I was surprised he did a song with, but like so it's okay. It's definitely like so it's more like up tempo beats and shit like like mainstream type of shits. Okay. But Sometimes when he comes on, he ruins the whole track because he tries to do that rapidly rap shit with that. Oh damn! When you can do it, there's niggas like, um, what's, what the fuck is the blonde, the boy with the blonde hair? Oh my god, the IDK bull, that nigga. You heard of him? Nah. IDK. He sang that song. Ooh, why you do that? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, nigga. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen to his whole project, like he he doing like a lot of rapping and shit like that, but it's like he. He's going with the beat. I remember Josh was talking to me at, at G's mm. crib. I rapped, you know, my verse for him and shit. He was like, "Bro, tone down on like the bars. Just make it like you can have bars mm. in there, but make it like catchy and swaggy and shit yeah. like that." And that's what that nigga does, like perfectly. mainstream. Yeah, like he got this one song on there where he basically talking. <laughs> he was coming at like the IG bitches and shit, but it sound hard. Yeah. They would probably that's the and that's the funny part. They would probably be dancing to it like, "Oh my god!" But if they really like, they dumb, so they're not gonna listen to yeah. the lyrics. If they hear the lyrics, they will be offended. They'd be like. Oh, okay. He talking about me. Like, yeah. It's like I don't chase no hoes. It don't work like that. If a rich, if a rich nigga flirt, she gonna flirt right back. She gonna kiss you on the mouth. She gonna tell you you the one. <laughs> like, yo, but the, the way oh. he make it sound hot. The way yeah. he put it. So, it's like but exposing bitches, exposing them, bro. He got this song in there called Porno, where he talking about like how sexuality has ruined the young generation on both sides. So like for men, he, he basically went on saying like porn is what ruined us. And then for oh, bitches, it's like the over glorification of the female body. So like, but in a negative sense. So like, a bit like the court, yo, the, literally the hook is asses and titties. The hook is you don't need no job if your pussy is the bomb. You don't need no job if your pussy, bro. Like, bro, like literally. And it's yo, like then he got push it. come on there, talk, push coming on talking about it from the drug dealer aspect. Ooh. Like, you can get bitches if you that nigga basically. And then he finishes finishes it off with JID, who comes from the perspective of niggas like us, where it's like we kind of like Pete was going on. We're not like one of these dumbass niggas or yeah. one of these dumbass bitches out here, but it's like we kind of go with the flow because it's like that's society for yeah, us. Yeah, you gotta like, play the game. Yeah, that, that's what niggas say all the time. Yo, you just, don't hate the play, hate the game. You gotta play the game. Facts, bro. But the game's fucked up. It is, bro. It is, man. Like, but that Revenge of the Dreamers though. That shit. I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? No. I mean, I didn't finish it either. I just listened to like the Johns that stood out, like, because you already know Black is one of my favorite artists. Yeah. Right now, bro. I listened like, to I, that. I just listened to that earlier, like, on the way here. Black is that nigga. Bro. I was fucking with that John. JID on the track. And then that John, though. That John, Vince Staples on it, bro. That shit is hard, that bro. One. That shit is so fucking hard, bro. This nigga come on the track. He's like, hey, yo, 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 I came in to rap with JID. Where that nigga at? Where he at? And then he just go into the hook. And then JID come with it. Bro, that shit is so hard, bro. That shit, yeah. dog. And that's what I'm like, yo. That Dreamville, like. They seem like a happy ass. Nah, not label. even, bro. I think they. That album put a lot of, wrote a lot of niggas on Dreamville to the forefront. Niggas like Kaz. Um, yeah, I was always fucking with Kaz though. Yeah, bro, like he got Since the, affected with um that song Zendaya with J Cole. Oh my that's god, my god shit. That's, that's that's what put me on. That sample on there, bro. That yeah. jump, oh my god, Zendaya bad too. But uh, 
<laughs> bro. He's been his shit. Kicking his shit on there. This nigga Cole was like, I know you want Zendaya, but one day you go ahead. Like, nah, <laughs> yeah, just don't play y'all. Like, man. But that, the original Dreamville project when it came out, my only critique of it is I wish they would have had like a set, like something the album was about. Because it just seemed like, it felt like a, a posse track, but kind of a mess. You feel me? Like you just had niggas coming on, rapping yeah. about one thing, then somebody else come on. The, the verses were hot, but it's like they just rapping about yeah, nothing song, that has to do with the previous nigga rapped about. It's like, yeah, niggas just hopping on your turn. Exactly. Spit like, your verse. And I guess that's what they were going for, but the way they promoted it seemed like it was like going to be like a concept album, kind of like yeah. a conceptual album. Because it's like, to me, the best niggas that do that is Kanye. Like Kanye literally brings on all these niggas and, have, and basically gauges them to the concept of the project that he's working on. Mm. So he'll have like... Like niggas forget within the last decade, this nigga Kanye went from having like damn near all of Wu Tang Clan on one track, then going like five years later or what is it, six years? What year did Pablo come out? 15? Uh, 16? Yeah, 15, 16. Five, six years later, having fucking, um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, 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 Ty Dolla Sign <laughs> and a whole bunch of other niggas doing some auto tune shit. Yeah. K Cuddy doing some auto tune mm-hmm. shit. And that's what I'm saying. Like Dreamville, they could have done that. They could have brought that their sensibilities. But like, you got Smoke Perp on there. Have him doing some Smoke Purpose shit. That but gauge it to your what you're doing with your project. I felt like they tried to gauge the project to the artists they were bringing instead that's of. A fact. I think they was like really trying to like put everybody on. Like yo, we Dreamville, we popping exactly. And then we just got all our shit. Let's go. Versus. And, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like it was. And don't get it twisted. Like I said, the project was dope, but. I personally fuck with the songs that didn't have anybody else on, except for that John with J.I.D. and T.I. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think it's called Lady, Lady, Lady or some shit like that. This is that one. Hold up. What is that shit called? Hold up. I'm about to pull this shit up. Well, right um, Revenge of the Dreamers? Yeah, bro. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 that John. Yeah, yeah. That John with, with J.I.D. and T.I. and shit. But um, that John. Nah, I fuck with Sacrifices, bro. Sacrifices is dope. I was more of a fan of like more of the upbeat songs. Like 1993, that was my shit. Yeah. Oh, since 1993, I've been smoking weed. Asks about me, nigga. Like, oh, 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 nigga, come on, dog. Shmino had the best verse on there. Shmino and Cole had the best Mm -hmm. verse, bro. Like, and then um, it's a couple of her, you know, uh, Wells Fargo. That's one of my favorite songs. That shit reminds me of Bombs Over Baghdad so much, bro. Yeah, bro, that shit, it's just funny. He said... Get my gummy about to Please have me the bazooka. Like, yeah, bro, he was just acting up on the track. And then it's like the newer tracks were dope. Like I said, the John with Vince Staples, slapper. That Ooh. John, it's not gonna play in the club, but it sh- it should, it deserves to, but they're not gonna put it play it in the clubs yeah. and shit like that. Niggas be hating. They do, man. But I'm looking forward to music, bro. This seems like it's gonna be a dope year for music. Like you already got shit, fucking Mac yeah. out, M. Dreamville redrop. I'm Who looking else for be- some hood. Um, hood. I'm about to go on a nigga tree. My man, little baby. I'm waiting on him to oh, drop little, some. Oh, he dropping? Yeah, he's supposed to. Oh shit. He's talking about he's supposed to drop before the year ended. See, man, but I used to be little baby. It back. Then the baby came out, nigga. I I feel like if the baby, little baby is hard. I got little baby over the baby. Really? Yes. Ah. If the baby drops another hard tape, he got him. I need one more. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, I need one Kirk more. Shit, that Kirk shit was, was like, it was a couple. It of was drums. hard. 
But it wasn't as hard as yeah. uh, Baby on Baby, Baby bro. on Baby, yo, I was rocking that shit like Bruh. every day. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that joint, duh, that joint, what, what was it? Uh, Shug. Yeah. Uh, what else was on there? Shug, Babysitter. Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. Joggers. Joggers is my <sighs> shit. That's my shit. I keep trying to pull up my pants. I got like 15 of my joggers. No, that's my shit. Oh. <laughs> that shit get shit for Christmas. She naughty. Yeah, no, Like, but Kirk, like, obviously Bop. That's yeah. taking, that's been taking over the world. I fucked with Vibes. Uh, vibes is on. Uh, what else is on there? I fuck with... Um, I fuck with Toes with Lil Baby. I didn't repeat that one. I think it had money bag on it. Uh, what's that joint with him and Stunner for Vegas? On, it's like Really or some shit like that. I think it's called Really. Yeah. That joint. I fucked with that joint. And um, I don't know. Baby, look, I know a lot of people bitch about him switching up his style and shit like that, but it's like, you, like y'all like fucked with him for that style. Why would he switch it up if it's fucking working? Like, yeah. <laughs> I never understood that. Like, they... Niggas, niggas expect every artist yeah, to be. That's exact. That's why I fuck with him because the way he he just ran tracks, his yeah. flow and all that. But niggas expect every artist to be like fucking Kanye. Be like, I don't hear a growth. Like some artists, look, this is not a knock to the baby at all because I think he reminds me of Ludacris so much, just the way he's yeah. zany with Luda his bars. Was my guy, Luda, dog. They were. I was at um Summit last night, and they were playing like straight up old like two thousands like hip hop like fifty auto niggas, and then that bro. One of the best songs of the 2000s hip hop is Ludacris Stand Up, bro. Stand up yeah, when I bro. move, you move. Chicken Just and like beer. That. Bruh, that shit was hard, was bro. hard, bro. And I feel like because Ludacris went to that like poppy lane and that shit like that. had Splash Waterfalls on it too, didn't it? Yeah, bro, that tape was hard. And became like he became a pop star kind of an actor and shit like that. Niggas forget that Luda's a fucking legend, bro. He's a top 20 rapper. What? He's a top 20 rapper all time, mm-hmm. dead or alive. I put him up there, top 20. Yeah. So it's like the kid and the kids now don't know Luda, bro. Like this, like the, the, the young niggas in high school now, like college kind of, they don't know, bro. They don't yeah, know. Bro, I grew up on Luda, low key. My pops used to listen to Luda all the time, bro. <sighs> Theater of the Mind. That was that's one of my favorite albums by Luda, bro. He started falling off that the Battle of the Sexes. Hard. That's when he fell yeah. off. Yeah. That's when he fell off. Exactly. I like that my chick bad on there. That shit yeah. was hard because it had Nicki on there. That was like that's how I got introduced to Nicki was through that song. But it was like after that he just he put out another garbage album. Then it was like pop, and I was like, all right, man, whatever, I'm cool, I'm cool. Yeah, bro. But, but like he I'm was just the guy. I'm, he was a guy. Yeah. I'm just waiting on like you know that project, bro. Like that project to kick the. I feel like we haven't had that quintessential project that everybody fucks with, you feel me? Yeah. Like la- like twenty J. Cole. Huh? J. Cole. Is he dropping he was supposed to drop last year. Uh, he's talking about he's about to drop this year. Cause this nigga kept talking about like, like when he dropped KOD, he uh he released like in the if you uh read the description of the album, it's like, oh, this is preparing for it was like the fall off or some shit like that. He's supposed to drop a mixtape and then an album. Ooh. That's what he said. Mm. So that's why I was like, all right, I guess whatever. I guess you're gonna drop. But I feel like it's coming. It says coming, 2020. Yeah. You gonna fuck with it? I know you don't fuck with Cole. No, nah, I do fuck with Cole. I th- look, nigga, look. I explained to y'all the other night how I feel about Cole, bro. Cole to me is an artist. Now, no, I'm going back on what I just said. But like I said, there are specific artists that are supposed to grow. Cole is one of those artists, and you he hear it when he does his features, bro. Dog, 
Josh said it the best. If you take every single one of his features, because he basically dominated every feature, it was that's more a of a fact. Cole song than an artist song. And that's John was a whole tape. That shit would be hard. hard. That shit Bro, would be hard. He, dog, you had the John he did with Black, uh, Pretty Little Fears, yeah. the fucking uh, Off These with, with, with J.I.D. What else did he do? London. Bobble London with Young Thug and him. Dog, all that shit on one track, on one what? tape, bro, or album? Dog. He did one with Offset. Moneybag, yo. Moneybag, yo. 21 yeah. Savage. A lot. A, what? Yeah, that bro, tape would be on. hard. That's that what I'm saying, but he don't, he don't put that type of energy into his own music. Shout out to 21, because that album showed growth, I felt like. It did, man. He was on some different shit, and that shit was, that was a hard ass But album. niggas don't take it seriously. One of my favorites of that year. Yeah, niggas don't take you seriously when you get on that positive route, though. Because, like, and no, look, it's kind of hard to go from blah, blah, shoot you in your face to I used to be that. Now, like, it's hard to go from that, to, but it's like... When you go through the shit that he was going through outside of music, you're going to change because it's like you can't be like a nigga no more. Yeah, like a bit like it's like you. Everybody, famous. all these young niggas basically see Jay Z and they're trying to mold to him. That's literally what it is, except for like the Kendricks and the Coles because they Ooh. were they're, they're to me they're Kendrick Cole and yeah I'm putting Drake up there as well. Those are the niggas that yeah they're they are a top three of this generation, but it's like. To me, they did it differently than any artist previous. You feel me? Like Jay Z came in and did it differently. Uh, than, yes, that's a fact. That and did it differently than any. Like Kendrick was on his pro black shit, like Hard, conscious shit, heavy, and found a way to make it mainstream. Like nigga, the fact they play that fucking oh, man down where you from, nigga. They still play that in the, like the bars and the clubs now, bro. And then on top of that, with his, with Damn, when he made basically like a mainstream album, a mainstream conscious yeah. album. Damn was hard. Damn was so hard, bro. Only thing I didn't like was he was promoting that black Israelite shit in there. That was the only thing I didn't like. You know the fuck with that? Because <laughs> that shit is retarded, bro. If you read into that shit, like, I'm not going to fraud. Like, I was running around saying, I'm a black Israelite, this and that. And then I actually read into that shit. Those motherfuckers are crazy, bro. Mm. Like, some of their beliefs are just insane. They're super racist, one. They don't fuck with white people at all. And if you're a black person that fucks with white people, they don't fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cult, basically. And then they dress like wizards and shit, and they run around New York, like, coming at people for believing their beliefs and shit. They're crazy, Oh, bro. yeah. I'm not a fuck with that. They're nutty, bro. But there's, like, you could also be, like, that's, like, the extreme niggas of Islam type shit. Or, the, like, the KKK. You. They just, the extreme side But that. because they're black, they don't get the same, like, hate and fuck out of here as, like, a extreme, like, say, like, an extreme white group. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, to me... The KKK and like niggas like the Black Israelites and the super duper pro black Farrakhan type niggas. Yeah. To me, they're the same as like David Duke. They're the same. Like Farrakhan and David Duke are the same person. Just gauged to their people. You feel me? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that they don't believe what they believe. I'm not saying Farrakhan's a fraud. I'm not saying David Duke is a fraud or any of that shit. What I'm saying is they're extreme as fuck. Like there's no nuance to what they believe. Like Yeah, that's true. And it's like people when people hear me talk about certain shit, they take it as if I'm saying like black people don't have a plight nowadays. I'm saying black people don't have the plight that we used to, bro. And I think it's disrespectful to say we have the same plights as our like some of our parents and some of our grandparents. I think that's disrespectful to them. They say we have a plight now, nigga. When you can fucking go on YouTube, start your own business and be straight. It's not about race no more, it's about class. That's what niggas not realizing, but niggas take everything personally. I feel that. But it's like, 
we've been in put in a position as like one arm tied behind our back already oh. type shit. Twan, can you say that for yourself personally? I mean, like in the shit that we like as far as ghettos and shit like that, access to loans. But I'm saying businesses. niggas like me and you that grew up in the suburbs with privilege, we try to talk like that's attributed to us. That's not attributed to us, bro. Yeah, it don't have to be attributed to us, but it's a lot of niggas out here who it's attributed sure. to. Bro. I feel like I got my heart out to the hood. I got out early. That's I don't. what it was. I don't. I got out early. I don't. And no, Great. it's and a systematic thing. People don't like to look at the root of shit. People like to look at, like, basically, like, the reason why, like, you've been hearing me, like, I've been very political, like, the last, like, year, maybe two. And I know you've been seeing that shit. Yeah. But it's like, the reason why I'm so like that is because motherfuckers don't realize, like, look, I talk about the presidential shit a lot, but that shit don't matter. What matters is your local shit. Like, a Facts. lot of people just vote straight Democrat and wonder why they keep getting fucked in the ass. And then when they hear Kanye talking about, oh, I'm never voting Democrat again, he's a coon. Why is he a coon? I feel that. You feel I me? do. Like, if you look at a lot of, like, basically Democrats now, like, even some of them, like, locally, like, you know, like, your local elections and shit like that, and, like, state-wise and shit like that, that's what matters. Like, to me, the United States government is literally, like, you got your president, like, the federal government, which it literally is what I'm about to explain. It's the federal government and then states. Like, states more, like, has, to me, more power over you than federal. Unless you're in some fuck shit. Unless you're like a yeah. truck dealer or some shit yeah. like that. You feel me around some on Unless some the feds cracking down on you, it's a rat. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like, rat. federally, marijuana is still illegal. The feds could run into your crib and take your shit and arrest you if they want to and throw you in a federal prison. It's the state's laws that's changing. But the federal government not going to go around and arrest niggas for weed if the states make that shit legal. Because that's what most Republicans are for. They're for the states having more power than the actual government. That's, to me, how it sh- kind of should be. I'm just saying, like, government shouldn't have as much power as it does. Like, yeah. I feel like the best thing the government's done is giving people the illusion that they don't have a voice, that they don't have a say in anything. Like, people say, oh, what's the point of voting? We don't have a voice. That's what they want you to think. I mean, I say that for, like, presidential elections, but... For sure, but it's like people, people like, people look at Trump as like the overall evil and shit like that when it comes to presidents and shit like that. When it's like we will probably be in a worse situation if Hillary Clinton won. I feel like when it comes to politics, I feel like everybody ain't shit. So it's like you have to look in. <clears throat> See, that's a slippery. And pick and choose what policies or what you actually agree with that's... on conservative and yeah. liberal side. For sure. Because for sure. you can't just pick one because Democrats are doing some fuck shit. Oh, yeah, for can't, sure. Republicans are doing some fuck shit. But here's the thing, though. The Republicans let you know they're doing some fuck shit. It's blatant. It's like, yo, you voted for me. You put me in office. Blah, blah, blah. This is what you get. The Democrats literally lie to your face. And then it's like, now they're starting to get as obvious as Republicans. Yo, Elizabeth Warren, right? Yeah. She just called Bernie Sanders a sexist, bro. She just called Bernie Sanders, like, they're, like, CNN, all this shit is basically, like, slandering Bernie Sanders, calling him a sexist. <laughs> Politics <laughs> like, is funny as shit. It is, bro. It's, it's funny really to see that funny, shit. It's funny, bro. Just, like, this whole Iran shit, everybody cares about Iran when it's, like, we're possibly going to go to war with them. I was caring about Iran. Niggas talking about World War Three. check the Twitter. That's not The memes happen. is crazy. The memes is crazy. The, the memes, memes are funny. funny. I hear shit, a lot bro. of soldiers are saying, like, yo, this is my life, nigga. Y'all niggas joking about this shit. And I feel, look, for our amusement, yeah, sure, it's cool. 
But it's like for them. I feel like it is black people doing it. We making a lot of memes. Nah, you'd be surprised, bro. I feel like it. Because I feel like I'm laughing at the shit too. I'm going to keep a stack. Because I don't know, it's just we be going through so much. It's just like more shit. See, I'm it's laughing. Just like for niggas, niggas just laughing. It's like, yo, this shit is wild. I'm laughing for irony's sake. Yeah, it's, it's ironic. I was telling y'all the other night, literally. So, one of the presidential candidates, and she's a congresswoman that's been running around anti-war, preaching anti-war. Is Tulsi Gabbard, right? Mm-hmm. So, you got her. Put her to the side real quick. So this whole we're going to jump to impeachment. It's going to tie it back to her. Jump to impeachment, right? They're impeaching Trump on the basis of cor- of corruption and misappropriation of military, military funds. funds and shit okay. like that, right? And they're they basically impeached him for that. They impeached him for the same thing your lead candidate Joe Biden actually did and bragged about it on television. <laughs> but take Biden out. I just wanted to th- throw that in there so people can hear that and go look it up for themselves. Yeah. There's actually video out there. He he did it, but. <laughs> So they impeach Trump on those bases, right? yeah. on that basis. Why do you turn around and the top Democrats from Tulsi, or not Tulsi, yeah, Nancy Pelosi to Chuck Schumer to a lot of the top Democrats voted for the military spending bill where they gave him like, one, it's either $1.5 or $2.5 trillion. So you just impeach this guy for corruption and misappropriation of military funds. And, gave him more money. and your response to that is giving him more money on top of enhancing the Patriot Act for him to spy on us. So if he's a Putin spy, like I called him for the for his whole presidential term, if he's a bitch to Putin, you basically just gave Putin more more leeway to spy on us through our president. But okay. And then on top of that, now bring a Tulsi Gabbard back into it. She was advocating putting a um it's called a um I'm just gonna say stipulation because I don't know the exact term for it. Okay. Or I think it's called an amendment or some shit like that. She wanted to put an amendment on there, basically saying, "Okay, look, she's against giving him the money altogether." But she was like, she got outvoted basically. So it was like, okay, if we're gonna do this, like you cannot use any of this money to provoke or start a war with Iran. Basically saying any of this money you can't use to go to war with Iran. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi was the forefront person. Nah, take that shit out. And then he bombed them niggas. Yo, you feel what I'm saying? And then went on television and bragged about it. He was like, Yo. he was like, with our brand new military equipment from the 2.5 trillion dollars I got, and that's the fucking part. He's he, that was basically him waving Yo. his dick at the Democrats. Bro, he bombed them niggas and then put up the American flag on Twitter, bro, repping the set. Bro, this nigga he's, when he killed Soleimani, he's a bro, savage. When he killed Soleimani, he went on Fox News and was like, look, look. From what I've heard, he was a monster. Well, guess what? He was a monster. He's no longer a monster because he's dead. <laughs> oh, bro, that was the hardest shit I ever heard, bro. Because it's like no fucks given. Bro. No fucks given. Like when Obama they killed, try to impeach him, he don't give a fuck. When Obama fuck killed Bin Laden, he gave his little cute speech like, "Oh, we took out the man who." Committed an act of war against America. Nah, this nigga Trump said, "Nigga, fuck all that shit, bro. Yeah. We killed that nigga. He did. He a bitch. What you gonna do about it?" That's basically what this nigga Trump did. America is not fuck wittable. We're going to meet our match one day, bro. And yeah. that's not me saying, look, that's not me being anti-American. That's not me being anti-military. But Niggas going to get tired of this shit. Niggas going to get tired of this shit, bro. Like, one day China just going to punch us in our fucking mouth, bro. Or Russia going to punch us in our fucking mouth. And we're going to end up having to go to war with these niggas. And that's basically going to be the yeah, end of the bro. world. It's like America's ego can't take that. 
Bro, we, we got gonna drone strike this shit out of all them. Niggas. We got big dick energy, bro. <laughs> and motherfuckers with average dicks. Like people like to make it seem like China and Russia got like average penises, bro. Like nah, <laughs> or, right, or, or or small penises. They got average dicks. They like right there with America. They just not fully there yet. You feel me? America whip our dick out. It's like damn, like the fuck, nigga. But China with their dick, I was like, right. look like mine. All right, <laughs> you're not. But yeah, that that was Loki a good analogy. Bro, that's literally like, what it is. But somebody gonna punch you. us. Somebody gonna punch us in our fucking mouth one day, bro. I don't want to see that happen. That's not me saying I don't want that to happen. Yeah, bro. Because it's like somebody will like really, really do something to us. We are coming back with some heat, fire, in theory. Oh, <laughs> that's what that nigga Trump said in North Korea. And it's like, like we are drone striking cities. Bases. This nigga said he was gonna strike. Civilian places in Iran, like mosque and all that shit, like where civilians are, bro. Yeah, like we would do that type dirty shit, like <laughs> real rap. But that's what we, I believe it. But that's what we kill kill dictators for in the past. We're doing that to their own people. But we're, we're as long as you don't do it to your people, as long as we do it to your people, it's good. But if you do it to your own people, we got yeah, because we're America and we're the like we act like the police of the world. <sighs> Man, nigga, we we are the emperor Palpatine of the world, bro. Niggas do not like us. Anywhere we're occupying, people don't fuck with us. Yeah, bro. bro. And now we got Vader in office. What niggas gonna do? Them nigga, that's Darth Maul, bro. That nigga's Darth Maul, bro. Savage. That nigga. And it's like, look, man. Just taking it, but taking it back from the whole Iran shit. Like, I like. Is it wrong to agree with some of the shit he says? Like when it comes to policy. Not the bullshit when it comes to strictly policy. Like, there's things like I, what? Like, I agree with his stance on China. Dog, he cracked down on China, bro, to the point where he brought them to the table and, made, and is currently in the process of making a deal with them. Now, I would like to see where that deal comes out because he also made a deal with North Korea. And look what they're doing. They're doing the same shit they was doing. Mm-hmm. They're not stopping. But it's like, with him, yeah, we're not gonna fuck with them though. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> with him though, with Trump, it's literally all right. Sure, when he makes the deal, cool. But you gotta wait a couple months to see how that deal shakes out, because that's what it always is with him. Like people got hype about these tax cuts and shit like that, and now we're finding out it was more so beneficial, as always, for the top, for the wealthy and shit like that. That's what it was beneficial for. It's not beneficial for people like us. So okay. it's always about with any. Any politician or, you know, politics is always about policy. People like to make it about semantics, like um, virtue signaling and shit like that. Like, oh, he stands for gays. Oh, he stands for blacks. All right. What is he saying? What Or yeah. fuck what he's saying. What is he doing? And that's right. Some bullshit. Basically. That's what they all do. And that's my point. That's the point I'll be trying to make. That's why I'll be repping him so hard because it's like. It doesn't matter anyway because the. It's because if Hillary was in there, she probably would do some of the same shit. Exactly. And it's like, let's be real. Hillary Clinton has killed people. Well, not literally herself, but has gotten people killed, bro. Murdered. Murked. Like, it's, it's open out there. She probably has something to do with Epstein, bro. <laughs> it's funny that you brought up Epstein. Because, like, who was that nigga? Nobody bro. really knows, bro. He was like a financial, like his official title, I believe, was like fi- a financial advisor or some shit like that, or so- some shit like that. But they're talking about he may have ties to like, like the Mossad, like the Israeli uh, secret intelligence and shit like that. Like, it's oh. they don't they don't know where where one they don't know where he got his money from because he only had one client. I forget what the motherfucker is. Like fucking billionaire. 
But it was like basically what he would do is he was doing the blackmail and shit. Cause it's like, have you ever heard of the uh like Bohemian Grove shit? Yeah. Like them niggas like dressed like fucking like I don't know, like also witchcraft shit. I don't like to say witchcraft because like people like to take like Grav is a Wiccan, right? Yeah. People like to put that under witchcraft and make it a bad thing when we really look at the religion it's about more so as far as I know from what he told from what he's told me it's about nature and like basically embracing nature as God basically I, yeah. he may he may explain a different I'm actually I'm actually gonna talk to him about that when he comes on the podcast but like the, that's how he views it yeah but because they were crystals and they like fuck with I guess the pentagram or whatever people Christians especially like oh witchcraft and shit like that like Christians be hating bro literally G like I remember back in the day uh, when G was like running around with like death quotes and Snapfest and all that shit. They were about to do something big with like uh, like a manager or some shit like that, and a manager like wouldn't fuck with them unless they dropped G because he saw his crystals and the shit, and he was like, "Oh, he's a demon worshiper." Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I remember. I specifically remember. I didn't know him at the time like that, but I remember hearing about that, and I was like, "That's something like what?" So it was like I remember that shit when it happened. But um, yeah, like it's a very like, it's crazy, bro. Like people, he's just ignorant. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So it's like, man, I just I take shit for what it is, bro. Like I I, I do my trolling, as you know. I yeah. troll the fuck out of niggas. I love king trolling. Troll. I'm the king troll, bro. Like nobody got shit on me, bro. Maybe six nine, bro. Fuck six nine. You don't fuck with six nine. Bro. I don't fuck with six nine. Why? Because no. of the snitcher. Because he's a rat. Of course. Bro. What did you if your niggas is trying to get you killed for the sake of the game and everything that's hood? If this nigga does not die, the game is over, bro. The game Jay Z already told Jay Z told you the game was over, bro. Jay Z had the illest line on uh, Drake's album Scorpion. He said, "Y'all kill X and let Zimmerman live. The streets is done, bro." That's bro. If he starts rapping again, bro, he is. He is, bro. He, bro, they were about to, they were about to give him a multi. They were about to give him a multi million dollar deal behind bars because they thought he was about to get out. Bro, and then on top of that, I'm pretty sure Diddy's management company is going to manage him when he gets out. Fuck Diddy. I've been saying fuck Diddy, but I'm not going to say that to Diddy's face because Diddy like the smack niggas. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna have to fight that nigga. Yeah, I'll, and I'm not trying to I'll bro, fuck Diddy up. Look, man, I'm not trying to cut my corporate ties already, bro. I'm yeah. telling y'all niggas right now. I'll be talking all this indie Dude, shit. Yeah, bro. I'm an industry. Yeah, I'm an industry plan, nigga. Fuck that shit, nigga. No. <laughs> they boy, like, hey, y'all, can you, can you just take a you know take a smooth million to go out here and say you're independent? You know. I mean, if Diddy does that, he he's a bum. I can't fuck. That's that. what I heard. Now that's that may have been a rumor, but that's one of the stories I read. It was from like, Diddy. Don't do it. We cool. I'm pretty sure it was on Hip Hop DX. It was like a story on Hip Hop DX, their blog page. One of them pages, like Hip Hop DX or Complex, some shit like that. Yeah, bro. Money rule the world, bro. But yeah, bro, he ratted heavy. But like, if your niggas like threatened you and your family, you found out they was the ones that kidnapped you, and more than likely they were the ones pushing him to act the way he was acting and shit like that. Like, what are you gonna do? Be a grown ass man and not fall into peer pressure. That's not peer pressure, nigga. That's. That's Uncle Sam pressure, nigga. Like, you going to jail unless you rat on them niggas. And honestly, look. It's like, if I'm going to do some shit or be involved in some shit, like, he was being a fucking... I nut. feel you. Because it's like, look, if I'm going to... You got to hold that. I'm you, with you, you there. You can't I'm, act like you wasn't out there doing what you was doing. Yeah, I feel you. I'm with you there, though. It's like, 
it's like if I willingly decide, like let's say me and you start traveling, right? We start like cocaine. Let's just say we're doing yeah. that. And I get caught up by the police and shit like that. Say like we were going through something as we got caught up. Like me and you were beefing. We weren't, it's not that we weren't fucking with each other, but we had an issue. And I got caught up by the police. I'm not going to rat on you because I made that conscious choice. Like when we started this, we made a conscious choice. Like nobody's yeah. ratting type shit. I feel that. I'm personally not. But what I'm saying is, and if I was in a 6 9 situation, I'm not ratting either. But I'm not saying like I don't understand why he would. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he was right. I'm not saying he he was wrong. But I'm you saying understand why he. Would I rat. understand why he would. These are Nick. They of course bro, I they know tried why to kill him. Whatever party he was going to before when they arrested him, they saved his life. He was about to go out like a boss. Well, not like a boss, but they they were probably more than likely going to kill him or he was going to get shot going to wherever he was going when they arrested him. So like literally, they saved that like the government saved his life. But then I hear shit like I heard Budden talking about this nigga might have been like not just an industry plant, like a whole fed on like a whole type fed shit. Bro, all like, along, bro. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, that's what's crazy, bro. Like he infiltrated like on some undercover shit, infiltrated these niggas, got popping with the rap, all that, bro. Bruh. And this is a nigga that did records with Nikki, Kanye. Yeah, bro. Who else the did he do whole records time. with? He did a records with a lot of big Lil, names, he did bro. Little baby, Tory, got a track. Tory Lanez did a track with him. Yes, Tory two did tracks. It. Yeah. Oh my God, man, that's crazy. The whole this time is, he was a cop. That's crazy to think about. That nigga, the baby, was real though. He said they asked him straight up. He didn't shit on him. He didn't come at him like a lot of these rappers do now because it's the popular thing to do. He was just like, I personally wouldn't do a record with him. And they were like, Why? He was like, Come on, you know. You know why. Yeah. Oh, this is the nigga that shot a nigga in Walmart and yeah. got away with that shit. Like, <laughs> Wish but, um, he would. But it's crazy. The baby is actually a per that his situation in Walmart and shit like that is a prime example of pro gun of the pro gun movement. Yeah, I fuck with guns. Pro gun. I'm, I'm pro gun too. I, I don't know how to shoot one, but I'm definitely for Americans having one. Yeah, but well, I'm saving up. I'm trying to get my strap. I feel you. More so for protection, though. Like, yeah. most, like, your gun nuts and shit like that, one of their, I'm not saying it's one of their main reasons for having guns, but one of their reasons is uh, in case the government ever, like, you know, tries, basically tries some fuck yeah. shit. But it's like, bro. It's militia. militia bro, they're drone striking fucking, fuck, in, in the yeah. Middle East, nigga. What do you think they're going to do here? No. You think they're going to send soldiers out to kill you and then possibly risk the soldiers joining us? No. I they're going to drone strike you. Feel like it'll be very extreme, almost civil war before they start drone striking. Now nah, they're gonna drone strike, bro. Off the rip. I'm telling you that right now. Bro. They're gonna drone strike off. The they're rip. gonna drone strike, bro. They, we already drone strike Americans, bro. That's happened before during the Obama administration, especially during the Bush administration. They in killed America, America. not in America, but overseas. Say, but they've killed Americans like before. They via drone were to like drone strike a militia base or North Carolina. Like when they killed, that would be reckless. The Iranian bull, Soleimani. He had an Iraq, an Iraqi where where we're currently based. So when they shot the base up and shit like that, mm -hmm. Iran did. That base was in Iraq. So basically, what happened was when they killed Soleimani, he was with an Iraqi, uh, Iraq's top general as well mm. that they also killed. And they were on actually. People keep people don't, don't talk about this. He was on a peace mission to uh, settle tensions between Iran and Saudi Arabia. That's what he was doing. Yeah, he was on his way to that, but. They killed an Iraqi general, and Iraq is pissed about that. They basically said, yo, they they had a vote and shit like that. Basically said, we want y'all out of our country. Like, get off the base. We don't want you here. 
And America's like, all right, nigga, so what? We here, nigga. What yeah. you gonna do about it? Yeah, America don't give we we're unfuckwittable, bro. They we don't give a fuck. It's like so what? Well, keep keep somebody, coming up here, we're gonna start shooting niggas. Imagine somebody did that to us, bro. Somebody killed one of our foreign our our top generals, bro. We're not having it, bro. Could you imagine bro? We're That's going what they to said. War, it was bro. like killing it was like killing the Secretary of State type shit. Literally. It's war, bro. And then my thing like is like that night at like one o'clock in the morning. Your shit is getting bombed up. Yeah, your whole city lit up with fire. My thing is, they keep, like, this nigga, Mike Pompeo, I think he's the Secretary of Defense or State or some shit like that. This nigga was running around talking about, oh, his own people were happy, this and that. And they played this video of people dancing in the street. It was like 20 niggas. It was like 20 niggas (laughs) that were happy he was dead. He was boosting it. Yeah, like, bro, they were mad. Not even just people in Iran. People, like, in that area. Because he basically, like, he was, like... He was previously working with us to take down ISIS. That's what. That's like he was like he was ISIS's number one al- or not ally. Um, they hated that nigga the most. ISIS did out of everybody because he was like I think he's like a Shuni Muslim or some shit like that. And they don't fuck with the type of Muslim people. Yeah. You know, people that ISIS is like they're basically like extremist jihadists and shit like that. They don't fuck with that shit. Just as much as we don't, they don't because that makes them look bad. Damn. So yeah. But that honestly. So what's the um state of Iran now? What they doing? What they was looking like going to happen? So we, that's the scary part. We're not out of the woods yet. So when Soleimani got killed, Soleimani was the protector of their like supreme leader and shit like that. I forget what the nigga's name is, but it's uh, Iran is a theocracy basically. It's like a king, basically, yeah, type of nigga, monarch almost. Yeah. So this nigga Soleimani was his protector. When he got killed, the reports are that. The Iranian government went out and arrested a whole bunch of generals, right? Now, here's the thing with that. We don't know. It could be one of two things. It could be, one, the Supreme Leader had all these generals arrested that didn't fuck with him. Because a lot of the people, a lot of the generals and shit didn't fuck with his response to Soleimani getting killed as well. Mm. Because it was like a sign of weakness. Basically, he he called Iraq and said, yo... If there's any Americans on that base, which it's an American base that are on there. But he was like, they're on the base. Clear them out. We're going to shoot into the ground and shoot certain parts. They basically targeted weapons. Oh, so he like, I'm going a, I'm to a bust at them, but like, I'm not miss shoot. on purpose. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to turn my head when I shoot these exactly. niggas. But it was like, that happened. And some of the people, like the civilians were mad about that. And then the top generals. So he immediately had them niggas. Yeah, because like, you act like a bitch. But here's the thing. Bro, but it's a, to, I know I you go to war for America, your country's rap. done. I, I understand, bro. I understand why he's bitching, but yeah. to civilians, like I, if I was there, I'd call him a bitch. I would too. Like if Trump did something like you, you all this tough shit, you did that bullshit. Hey man, he been he been living behind his shit so I'm far. Don't worry about that. Trump be that a nigga not playing bullying niggas. But but so it's either one of two things the way it's going down. It's either the Supreme Leader had these niggas arrested because they were going to try and overthrow him and stage a coup and kill him. Or it's those generals that don't fuck with him that arrested the generals that do fuck with him <laughs> and they're about to stage a coup. We don't know. But then with also with Iran, their military is so splintered and shit like that. It's no like cohesiveness. Like basically, like imagine like the army and the navy being two separate like entities. Like they are, but like our military, their shit literally don't, it's not like a chain of command, you feel me? Okay. It's none of that shit. So one of their militia groups could still attack us, and you already know Trump and them's going to be like, oh, Iran attacked us, not this specific group of extremists within Iran. Oh, we going in, we got to blow the whole shit up. Exactly. 
So that's that's where we're at right now. But it kind of calmed down, like basically like. Yeah, America's get, like the nigga who throws paper at you yeah. to get you to hit him in class so they can fuck you up and to be like, oh, he hit me first. But this is the crazy part. This is why I'm not an atheist at all, but I be getting there because the people around Trump, it's either Trump is so stupid, it's so stupid that he thought that he could kill this nigga. Like, and this, that's what happened? So many, bro. Bush and Obama didn't want to kill him because they were they literally had opportunities to kill him. Like Israel came, I think they came to Obama. I'm pretty sure, and basically said, "Yo, we can kill this nigga right now. Can we do it?" And he told Israel to stand down. And Bush had an opportunity to kill him as well, and he didn't because he knew the the what what happened after that. Pretty much war, and more not more than like, and it's a it's a it's a low chance, but could lead to a a world war because of who backs Iran, which is China and Russia. But at the time during Bush and Russia wasn't really like that when Bush was around. Like, but um, that's what I'm saying. They could that coup. America send them CIA niggas. They about to put somebody up there. Well, we've been nah. That's what that's what they're trying to do now. That's why they want to go to war with them. But you know the ironic part about it is though. Hold up, before I go to that to the ironic part. But the niggas around. So either Trump is stupid enough that he could, he thought he could do it, and he there would be no response, or like I t- I think I told you this before. He was beefing with this nigga on IG, and when he got presented with the chance to kill this nigga, he did that. He killed him. That's a legit thing. Like Somani was trolling him on IG for months, basically saying, "Ha ha, you can't kill me." Like. Pop, pulling up in places. I say that, bro. Pulling not that's not specifically like that, but pulling up in places, taking pictures where like we can kill you right now if we want to, but basically saying you can't because you know what's gonna happen. That type shit. Yeah. Trolling this nigga or six nine style. Basically, pull up to your hood at one o'clock. I'm on old block at yeah. one o'clock in the morning when nobody's out here. What's up, nigga? Y'all some pussy ass niggas suck my dick. I think he said. First he lied. Six nine was like, "Yeah, it was, it's eleven o'clock. Why are your black so empty?" Yeah, come to find out that shit was five thirty in the morning, and it was police around and all that shit too. So, but or he listened to his people around him, where Mike Pompeo is basically is a war hawk. They want to go to Iran and purify Iran of their Muslim. Like, basically what they did to the Native Americans back in the day. That's the type of nigga he is. Oh shit! Then Mike Pence. Mike Pence is an evangelicus, bro. You know what that is? Yeah, like those are the them, crazy niggas that yeah. don't believe in evolution. Them super Christian. Yeah, niggas. they think the world is two thousand, three thousand years old. That nigga literally is one of those people that like takes the uh, Book of Revelation seriously. Like, yo, like Doomsday, Apocalypse, all that shit. They want that shit to happen so they could go meet their Lord and Savior. Oh, um, if he's listening to that nigga, I need you to chill. Bruh. But those are the people he has around him. And the funny part is, Trump not a religious nigga. He might be a Christian like we Christian, like we yeah. say we Christian, but we out fucking smoking weed, drinking, fucking facts, bitches. Facts. You feel me, bro? That's the type of nigga Trump is, bro. If he even is religious, really. So so it's like you're listening to these niggas and you have the well not listening to them, you have them around you for the sake of, you know, you know, pleasing your base and shit like that. Mm. And all all those options are horrible. Either he's stupid. Uh, he did it for selfish reasons, for yeah. basically social media beefing, yeah. or like the craziest reason, religious. You know beliefs. what? I don't know why I feel like it's the IG beef, bro. I feel like Trump is that fucking guy bro. to do that shit, bro. Bruh. If this nigga's really posted up and Trump just looking at, oh, this nigga trying. This, this nigga me, went on 
I, Twitter. That's why he repped the set, bro. It all makes sense, bro. This nigga, he killed yo. me to put up the American flag on Twitter. We win, nigga. Fuck all that bullshit. This nigga went on Twitter and tweeted out that he was bombing Iran to Congress. And he said if we were to go to war with them, he's going to declare war via Twitter. <laughs> Bruh. What type of shit is that, nigga? What? Bro, he's Look, fucking, man, I'm all for freedom of speech, nut. bro. If I can shut down anybody's Twitter account, like, you know how Twitter be banning yeah. niggas and shit like that. He's getting banned <laughs> off the rip if I'm in charge of Twitter, bro. Nigga, what? The fuck out of here, nigga. Yo. Or we talk shit to the wrong leader and shit like that on Twitter, and then they start beefing and we go to war because... Yeah, bro. bro, he was beefing with the Canadian Prime Minister on bro, Twitter. World War III is about to start because of Twitter beef. Bruh. Bruh. 2020 is wild, bro. We live in a different world, bro. We do. Social I, media has ruined And us. I hope it will be in the history books. Bro, Twitter's be. definitely... Bro, all these... Look. It's like, yeah, World War Three. How to We're start looking at it from our perspective Twitter and beef. shit, right? It has to say that. We're looking at it from our perspective, right? When you... When our children... When we read our children's history books and shit like that to people who didn't pay attention during these times... It's going to scare the fuck out of you when you realize, like, yo, they what were... was really going on? Nah, they were controlling us, bro. Like, the 2016 election, like, Facebook is a major... That's why they had Zuckerberg on, on, on the Hill and shit like that, because of how influential Facebook was in the 2016 election. But people like to put it on Russians, like, Russian bots, like... Literally, by the end of the investigations and shit like that, it turned out that Russia's influence on the United States was limited to none. Like, we, we've we literally interfered in other people's elections more so than Russia interfered with ours. That was the conclusion that they came, that they came up with. Damn. Now, if you watch CNN and fucking MSNBC, CBS, ABC, they're going to tell you otherwise. Yeah. They're going to tell you, like, oh, basically Trump's in office because of Russia. And then yeah. they're going to try and say, they oh. They put him up in there. Basically. And... Trump's Putin's bitch and shit like that. You hear people saying that. Mm-hmm. When really, it was Hillary Clinton that was taking out these hit ads. Like, basically, Hillary Clinton um, took out certain ads and basically shitted on certain of the Democratic candidates first and shit like that. And then straight up rigged the primary with Bernie. Like, Bernie should have won. That's been a proven fact. But she rigged it. And basically, that's how she got the nomination. How'd she rig it? Huh? How'd she rig it? Bro, she has most of the people within the Democratic... Um, it's the, uh, Demo- the Democratic Party, like the people in charge of the primary and shit like that, most yeah. of them are pro-Hillary. Like, literally most of the people that were in charge of that shit, after the 2016 election, they resigned and got positions in the Clinton campaign and shit like that. Yeah. Whoa. And they have jobs with the Clintons. It's crazy. Yeah. Boy, they paying niggas off. And then on top of that, she literally started to, um, the, the Democratic Party... At the time when she won the you know the ticket for the primary and shit like that, they started putting out these um, like hit pieces on like the um, what's that shit called when you read some, um, when you read something that pops out to your eye but really is some bullshit when you really read it. What is it? Clickbait. Yeah. She started putting out these clickbait type of things on other Republican candidates, basically to posture Trump to be the the Republican. Basically, she finessed Trump into becoming the Republican uh, candidate. Type shit because she thought it was, she thought she it was thought gonna she be easy. Gonna yeah, she thought it was gonna be easy. No. Yeah. And she found Trump out the hard way. Yeah. Bruh. Literally, Trump, he should have been ended when that grab him by the pussy thing came out. That's literally like if something came out on any other candidate, that would have killed them. They would have been done. They would have dropped out. Well, he doesn't out. act like a politician. He acts like Our, a regular bull. A regular streets. nigga, bro. Yeah. Like, dog. So he, do you know what he did during a debate? 
He pulled up to the debate, bro. That was oh, the, it had the um the Clinton accusers, the Clinton accusers front row, nigga, front row, and then pointed at that nigga in the fucking audience. I was like, that see what I did was words. I kept and he was like, it's locker room talk. That's how men talk behind closed doors. What but what I did was words, and I apologized about that shit. What he did was action, dog. He actually did the shit that they accusing him of, bro. She couldn't go back to that shit because it's like, and then on top of that, when you actually read into these cases, she would laugh at these women, like basically put them down, shame them for coming forward about her husband, calling them liars, all this shit. Bro. Yeah. Trump is, that's a regular bull statement. Like, I would probably do something petty like that. And they tried to make this whole connection between Trump and Epstein and shit like that. Ooh. Look. None of us. Epstein was involved with a lot of niggas. A though. lot of niggas. A lot of niggas. Bill Clinton flew with him over twenty five times. Who's the bull from House of Oaks? Kevin Spacey. Yes. Kevin Spacey has ties to him, bro. Bro, he's killing witnesses. He has no rap. Bro, you know why though? I'm putting <clears throat> dots together. Now this is conspiracy theory, crazy town. So if he had connections to Epstein, he flew with this nigga to his island. So we know what Kevin Spacey, now that we know about Kevin Spacey, we know what he was doing there. You know who else flew with him? It broke my heart to find out about this. Who? Chris Tucker. That broke my heart, bro. Oh, man. Him and Kevin Spacey was on one flight together. Oh, shit. Does that mean he actually did something? Probably, yeah. It don't necessarily mean it, but when you're flying with the nigga who's known for that shit, and then with Kevin Spacey, what does that mean, bro? He's flying with both of them? Huh? He's flying with both of them? Yes. Oh, yeah, at the same bad. time. That looks bad, yeah. my man. So it's like, look, man, I love Chris Tucker, bro, but it's like, let's not pretend like Chris Tucker was also the person running around defending Michael Jackson. <laughs> they say Michael Jackson didn't do it. He did that shit, bro. He didn't. That's what they're saying. They nigga, say he ain't do it. At best, that nigga's weird as fuck. He's weird. And should be in trouble for sleeping with kids. At worst, everything they said in that documentary was true. At worst. I personally fall in the middle. I think he did touch kids. I don't think it was as bad as they made it in the documentary. I'm not going to say he did all that shit. But I feel like he definitely probably touched on some kids and shit like that. Mm. I believe that. Cosby, too. I, I, hope, I 100% believe Cosby did it. Just out of sheer numbers, bro. Out of 80 women, all of them are lying. Out of 80-something <laughs> women, every single one's lying, bro. bro. Come on, dog. I feel like, 70, by like 75 to 80% is probably cloud True. chasing. Dog, he did that shit to fucking... Um, Good burger nigga. What's his name? The boy that played Fat Albert? He sexually no. assaulted his mom, bro. He dog. Oh, Keenan mom? Yeah. He pulled oh. her into his lap and was like, I like the way you ride it. Dog. On some weird shit. Bro. And that nigga didn't do nothing because it's Bill Cosby. At the time, like when that movie came out, Cosby was he was like on his way out of being a guy, but he was still one of those legends, bro. He was still considered a legend at the time. That was before he was like running around talking about, oh, young black men, pull your pants up and all, the, all that bullshit. And you out here raping bitches, bro. Oh, man. Putting bitches to sleep and raping them. Oh, but my man. thing is, I do come from the perspective of like, um, they used to do that back in the day. That was a normalized thing. I'm not saying it's right, but it was normalized yeah. during his day. That Hollywood life. That's what they do. That's how they get down. Yeah, bro, That's what happened with that, that money, bro. Kevin Spacey, he is killing. Bro, it was like three different articles I read. Bro, like, he oh, put he literally Kevin that video, Spacey accuser dies. He put that video out, and then literally two day, two or three days later, the dude died, committed suicide. Bro, he's killing them niggas off. Bro, dog. For that, I feel like he's part of something bigger. I'm gonna say that 
Yes, I do. He might be in that Bohemian Grove shit, bro. Like, they worship the fucking owl god and shit like that. Moloch and shit. They burn effigies and shit like that. Crazy. Alex Jones exposed that shit. Mm. You know, the crazy guy that, like, the pain is crazy. Yeah. He also, you know what else he predicted? He is crazy a little bit. He'd be on point about some stuff. You know what he was on point about? What? Epstein. Literally, um, back in the day, he was talking about, yo... A lot of the world's leaders go to the go to a pedophile island and they fuck kids and they worship gods and shit on there and they burn effigies and shit like that. He called that years ago and people were like, "Oh, that's crazy. That's conspiracy town." And look what happened. He was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, like, was another story was like a reporter said like she had that story three years ago, but then them niggas shut it down and all of a sudden. Oh yeah, the reporter story they is fired out. her. I forget yeah. what her, I forget what her fucking name was. Like, they now her. niggas got this story. Bro, CNN it. literally fires people if they if they run story positive stories about Bernie Sanders, bro. They fire people. Bro, there's a bigger picture. Or somebody is pulling strings out here. Bro, it's, it's, see, people like to make it seem like it's this nefarious group of people that do this shit. It's your Jeff Bezos's of the world. <laughs> it's your Koch brothers of the world. It's literally all these billionaires with vested interests all around the world. That's why they bring the motherfuckers to like that's that was that's what they think it was Epstein's job. Basically, he was there to help them manipulate policy. So if you like the fuck kids, who manipulate policy? Huh? Who manip- like billionaires and shit like that? Okay. Like that's why certain people didn't go with him because even if they were into that shit, if they do like, not all your billionaires are crazy like that. Like sociopathic, psychotic. Some of, well, mo- I would say most of them are sociopathic. They have poor social skills. They don't, they don't know how to relate to people and shit like that. But yeah, not, billionaire. yeah, but not all of them are like psychotic, like fucking yeah. kids and weird shit like that. Like all, not all of them are like that. So what would be blackmail or would it be like a bribe? Blackmail. Literally, they would record the person fucking the kid or doing whatever fuck shit they were doing, and then come to them and say, "All right, we need you to vote this way, or this is going to come out." Blackmail. That's literally what they oh, do. Damn. Yeah. Epstein had niggas in the pocket. But no that's where they, that, no wonder they killed that nigga. Yeah, he knew too much. They weren't. See, it was weird because the way it was going, they weren't going to kill him at first because they was giving him like. So who you think killed him? The niggas he was working for, or I, the U.S. Hard government? It's hard to know, bro. It's hard to know. It could be any government, bro. Like it could have been the Saudis. He had like shit on the Saudi Arabian government. He had shit on uh, what is it, Prince William? I think is that his name? Yeah. Like. What from UK? dirt on everybody, bro? He had dirt on everybody, and basically when he first got arrested and put in jail, they thought he was gonna get off and shit like that. Because and that's why I be trying to tell people there's actually still good people within the system. Because why are they killing people before they talk? You feel me? There's still good people in there, but we need good people, like people that actually want to uphold the law, want to uphold the uh, laws of civilization and society. But you have your people that want to take more than they deserve and shit like that, that they don't want this guy to sing and expose all their shit. Like oh, they, yeah, they're going to shut that shit down. And, and you know why? Because if that information gets out to the people, we can do something about it. That's why I keep trying to tell people we still have a voice. We still have power. Like the illusion, that's what social media has given us the illusion of, that we don't have any power. You feel me? That's a fact. So... But that shit, I love conspiracy theories, though, bro. <laughs> Please tell me you be fucking with him like that, though. Yeah, bro, I be looking at that shit. See, I ask Karan, like, me and Karan, I'm literally, every time he comes on the show... It's I'm intrigued to... on, like, the different perspective. What you mean? Of it. It's like, okay, this is what the government tells us. It's like, nah, 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 fuck that. Literally, you should... Bunch of bullshit. Bunch never of believe anything the government tells you. That's, when, that's what's been, like, 
so surprising to me about this whole Trump Russiagate situation is because everybody literally, if you believe that Trump is a Russian agent, you're taking the word of the CIA and the FBI. (laughs) And they historically one proven facts that they've lied about shit all the time. And then everybody in America knows these niggas are liars. Like if you if you talk to anybody, they're like, "Yeah, the CIA lies, the FBI lies." They're oh, yeah, liars. of course, bro. That's their job. Espionage and all that shit. Exactly. So why are Secret. we why are we taking the word of the government? I feel like whatever the government tells you is like ten times worse. Actually, see, I don't know about that. I think basically, and this is the way they. I've heard that. I think uh, Joe Rogan was talking about this shit. He was like, it could be a mix. It could be that. It could be the worst that we think. But literally, imagine you being a president, right? You just won. Mm-hmm. And they sit you down and basically they talk, okay, we have this threat. It's this group of jihadists that are close to like certain weapons that could affect us here. Like basically, mm-hmm. what if they scare the shit out of the president that makes them do certain shit? That's where I kind of look at Obama. Like at first, when I first found out about the fuck shit he was doing, I was kind of like, okay, let me step back and see where it comes from. But then when you look at who backs him, who was backing him. Then when you look at now, that's my issue with Obama. I feel like the president is never really the president. I feel like they just do policies of other See, motherfuckers. Nah, bro. Literally, if you if you declare war, you literally have to go through the president. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like there's a nigga telling the president what to like do. Like when Soleimani got killed, they had to get Trump's permission to do that. It's certain so yeah, you could say the president is a figurehead and shit like that. To some degree, he is, but at the end of the day, the buck stops with him. It's his say. Yeah, and really, that's what they're trying to take away. They're trying to take away some of the executive power, executive powers, and give it back to Congress because really, Congress is supposed to declare war. The president is not allowed to do that. It's just that like niggas like Bush and Obama found ways to finesse that, basically putting out executive orders and shit like that. That's how they found a way to override Congress and shit like that, but. They're actually they're trying to stop that shit. Yeah, that's what they're trying to. They're trying to revert most power back to Congress because Congress is supposed to represent us, and the Senate is supposed to represent us. But go figure. But yeah, conspiracy theories, man, I love them. Just even outside of like political shit, like just just you cool. believe the moon landing is real. I do. I think the moon landing is real. I, I believe we went to the moon. I believe that the reason why can't we go back? Huh? Why can't we go back? Solar flares. That shit wasn't popping back then. Not well, it progressive like as time moves on, the way we perceive time and shit like that, the universe is nearing its heat death. And the same thing goes with our sun. Our sun is going to die for billions of years and shit like that. But as it gets closer to its death, like even if it's like a billion years out, it's still going to show signs that it's dying. You feel me? Yeah. So I think it's a mixture of solar flares. And I also think we found some shit up there that scared the fuck out of us. And we like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. But they're, but they're trying to get us to Mars. That's what was going on during the Obama administration. That's one of the few things I actually fucked with him doing. And then Trump came and slashed NASA's budget again. When and that's that's been my whole thing. Like whenever humans innovate, whenever we put our mind to something, that's when we pull ourselves out of the muck, out of the mud. That's when we are our best. Like when America, like. Trying to get through a challenge. Yeah, when we were going trying to go to the moon and shit like that, it created lots of jobs. It did a whole bunch of shit. Like it gave a lot of the shit we have now, like how our roads are made, bridges, like just infrastructure for us here on Earth came from the space program. Like them making breakthroughs in that. That's what I'm saying. Innovation is gonna is what's gonna save us. Like 
innovation, creativity, all that shit is what's going to save us, bro. And but people don't see it that way. They see, oh, this guy wants to go to the moon. That's some fucking bullshit. I can't they even dumbing afford, us down. I can't afford to pay my bills. Why? Why the fuck am I worried about going to the moon? And everybody's so one track minded. It's me, me, me. It's always about me. You believe in chemtrails? No, I don't. You don't believe in chemtrails? No. Nah. They don't need chemtrails. You know why? Why? It's called Twitter. They really want to alter your mind. It's, that's what, what, what it about is. the food? I think they poison our bodies through our through food, and it's not it's Water. not some nefarious thing. It's to make money off of us. If you see a drug addict is addicted to this, are you going to be like, oh well, I want them to be healthy and also do drugs? So I'm not going to put that in there. No, you're going to put that shit in there because it's going to keep them coming back. But you're going to put it in there just enough to where it doesn't kill them off the rip. You feel me? Fluoride in the water. I know a lot of conspiracy theories, bro. They be it's, talking about fluoride in the water. Don't believe that either. No, personally. I think we have dirty water like Flint, Michigan, where the water's just dirty and they don't want to. That's on another level fucked up. But if you saying they putting fluoride in the water, which kind of fucks up with your pineal gland, like clap, clap, fucking word, it hardens your pineal gland type shit. I think that's where um they say DMT is stored in our system as well. In pineal gland, I think so. Yeah, bro. And it's like. I don't know, bro. Like, conspiracy theories are just dope. Like, I definitely... Do you believe in aliens? I believe there's something out there. Do you believe there's intelligent life out there? I feel like... That's on our level or above. The shit is so big, it could, it's definitely possible. The universe is endless, bro. Yeah, bro. It's definitely possible. And then our galaxy, just our galaxy is big as fuck, bro. Big. Like, niggas don't realize how big the galaxy is, bro. And now we're finding out certain shit. Like, dog, they've literally found the biggest black hole ever on record. And it's so big that it shouldn't exist by our standards. That's how large it is. It shouldn't exist. Whoa. Yeah. That's some different shit. Yeah. Crazy shit. So what? Is it just going to stay there? Or is it going to disintegrate over time type shit? Now that, I don't know. I never read that deep links of black holes. I just know, like, when you're in space, you stay away from black holes. Science. I've actually been reading uh, reading up, like, my small, feeble-minded brain has been trying to comprehend com- uh, quantum mechanics. You ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit is crazy town, bro. It, do- it dives into shit like um, like the multiverse theory, um, time, even time. Time travel and shit like bro, that. Bro, literally, like, they, the way, they think the way we perceive time is, like, very primitive. Like, we... We experience time in a linear fashion. So the best way I can explain it is through movies, because that's what I do. Yeah. And the movie that literally explains it the best is Arrival. Ooh, I've never seen that. Never seen Arrival? I've never seen that. I might let you borrow that when you leave today, because I, I need every nigga to see that movie. Weird. It's tough like that? It's 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 a very, it's a thinking man science fiction film. Okay. Like, like on the, kind of like Blade Runner, but Dow, it's literally no action in it at all. It's all talking. And literally, it's about these aliens come to Earth and shit like that. And Amy Adams is a is a uh, linguist, a linguist, a language, basically yeah, a person who studies right. language. And basically, they bring her in to basically like um, decipher and decode their language so we can understand what they're saying. And it's like there's one in America that landed like literally in like the bumblefuck Middle West America. Uh, there's one that landed in like China. There's mm. one like in the, in the middle of the ocean and shit like that. It's like it landed in different countries. So every country has to work together so they can share 
information and shit like that to decipher it. But then, as people, we're fuck niggas. People start not sharing information. Uh, distrust arises and niggas start... Basically, it's like this TV, right, with all the countries on it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You see, like, every country, when they discover something, they black out the screen and then they turn it back on so they could decipher it first and see how it could be beneficial to their specific country and then turn this, the TV screen back on and then tell them, like, not everything, basically. Yeah. So it deals with how humans interact with each other and shit like that. But also, one of the theories that was... Pro- it's based off a book called The uh, Story of Life or some shit like that by a physicist. I forget what the guy's name is. He's an Asian dude. But he was like, I wanted to make a movie about a person. See, I don't want to tell you that because it could spoil it. Spoil oh, shit. Okay, okay. But it's a very dope science fiction film. It's a thinking man science fiction. Like, that's what I love about... Like, my favorite science fiction film of all time is uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. The second one with Ryan Gosling. I have not seen that. Along either. with Blade Runner as well. Have you seen the original Blade Runner? Of Harrison Ford? I'm not. See the original Coming movies, I fell off. You need to get back on movies, bro. That's why I'm surprised. You see, G don't be watching movies like that though. G literally watch watches specific shit, and I don't like watching movies with him because, like, either a it's a lot of niggas around, and he just tunes out, he gets mad and shit like that because he doesn't like niggas talking and shit like that. Where I like talking through a movie. Yeah. Personally, like kind of like a commentary type shit. Yeah, like debate and like figure out what's going on. Yeah, like pause it, pause yeah. it. Let's talk about that shit and then go for it. But um, that's actually something I was thinking about doing for the uh, filmatic and shit like that. Oh yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, but um, um, what was I saying? Oh, but then he skips through movies like so when he's by himself and shit like that. When he watches a movie, he just skips through it and watches certain parts and shit like that, and says he watches the movie. I'm like, bro, you didn't watch the movie. You didn't sit down and watch the yeah, whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, and it's like a lot of the movies I be putting them on to, like he would fuck with, but it's like. He rather watch. He'd rather watch what he wants to watch and shit like that. So it's like I feel it because I do the same thing. But when you make a recommendation to me, I watch it. Yeah, fully through, so I can actually have an opinion on it. Uh, what's one watch? What two hours? Huh? One watch, two hours that ain't nothing. Like you probably just gonna sit here and like fucking. But it's like I feel it. I I be skipping through movies too. That's if I've already seen it once all the way through. And I seen Bad Boys for Life. That I was seen it? that that was good. It was it, it was good. I fucked with it. See, I got it was go funny. It was a classic Bad Boys. They ain't fuck up the franchise. I, I heard they that. confirmed they're doing a four now. I can see that by the way it ended. All right, so I know nobody dies in it then. <laughs> Once you literally dog, that was my issue with Marvel when Age of Ultron came out and shit like that. They were promoting it like, oh, one of the heroes is going to die. That's what they kept saying and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Literally, a week before the movie came out, they said, oh, we're making a Captain America Civil War and Iron Man's going to be the villain. I'm like, all right, well, them niggas ain't going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and like, literally, yeah, that's what that's spoiling shit. Yeah, that was my issue with Marvel. They kind of got better with it. Like, they don't, they try not to announce. Like, when Endgame came out, I was like, I swear to God, I swear to fucking God, if y'all announce any fucking movies before Infinity War and Endgames come and Endgame comes out, I'm not going to see them shits. And they didn't. They literally waited. They specifically waited till after Endgame came out. Yeah. Because like uh, Spider Man, like Marvel got pissed about that because Sony released the Spider Man Far From Home trailer like before Endgame came out. So basically, oh, yeah, kind of no spoiled shit. Like, yeah, kind of spoiled you shit. You know this motherfucker coming back. And they were mad about that shit. So it was like, but they literally, um, they they literally, because Sony wanted it to, wanted Spider Man Far From Home to come out before Endgame, but they were like, one, it won't make sense narratively yeah. for your film. It's retarded to do that. 
And then too, you're gonna spoil shit. No, nigga. So what y'all needed some bread or something? Well, Sony Sony been struggling. They're literally just now getting back on their feet. That's why they did the deal with Marvel because literally like. So they had these hacks that came out. Actually, Julian Assange, you know, WikiLeaks leaked their shit. shit. But they had hacks and shit like that 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 leaked a lot of emails. So they had to fire their film studio head. Uh, I believe her name was Amy Pascal. They had to fire a couple other people because they were saying some fuck shit on there. And then, um, and then on top of that, the movies weren't doing good. Like the um, Spider Man, uh, what was it? The Amazing Spider Man Two. Yeah, it made money. But it didn't make the money they wanted, and it was a critical bomb. Like people were basically like, "Yeah, I'm not going to see the third one." Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, so it was like that's when they're like, "All right, look, I wouldn't seen any of Marvel. Here's them back. You can use them, and that's how they made a deal and shit like that." So, some literally their most profitable shit was was literally Spider Man, and yeah. the PS4. That's literally was their most <laughs> profitable shit. Like people, people was keeping them afloat. Yeah, people aren't buying their TVs because like other TVs are better. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say Panasonic is better than them. LG is doing better than them right now. And then on top of that, their speaker system, which they were, speaker systems, which, which they were also known for, Bose is whooping their ass. Bose beats all them niggas is whooping their ass. Oh, and then if you want to take it. They got some competition now. Yeah. And if you want to take it to cameras, people are fucking more with Canons than Sony. Canon, um, uh, Panasonic, I believe they're, they might actually, Panasonic might actually be Sony, I think. But, um, yeah, they're not fucking with Sony like that. So, literally, their most profitable shit was the PS4 and the games and shit like that, and um, Spider-Man, the movies, but specifically Spider-Man. That's so. a fact. Niggas came in all their little electronic sections. Yeah. That's like, a, that's what was going ass. on with Fox too. Like Fox was going out of bit. Well, not necessarily going out of business, but they weren't doing good. Like especially with their comic book properties and shit like that. With X-Men, people were getting tired of it. Yeah. So, and they sold it out to Disney. Yeah, the last couple of X-Men, I didn't even see them. No, I didn't even go see that Dark Phoenix shit. Bro. Yeah, I didn't see it either. As soon because it literally came out that Disney was buying it as they were making that movie. So I'm like, oh yeah, this shit's gonna be trash and it's not gonna be part of the MCU. So why am I gonna go see this shit? Yeah, MCU is the only shit popping right now. Now the, what I'm hyped to see is New Mutants because that was in like they literally is Fox that part of MCU. No, huh? that's not. It part. might be because Ooh. here's the thing, Fox. It was looking crazy. They wanted to change the movie because they felt people weren't gonna like it and shit like that. But literally, Kevin Feige watched the movie and was like, nah, keep it exactly the way it is. Because that was like the director was pissed because they wanted to change his movie and shit like that. And they were about to do reshoots. But then Disney bought it and was like, yeah, we're going to like chill on that for now. And we're just going to wait and see what happens with Dark Phoenix. Because it's like like a horror type. Yeah. Yeah. And I was well, like, the I characters are based in horror. Like it's a, um, uh, Arthur, uh, author, or not author, illustrator that drew it. His name is Bill St. Kevich. He's known for drawing like kind of visceral comic book you know shit and everything so but um it looks good like I, i'm i can't wait to see it, it looks yeah, cool i seen the trailer it looked dope yeah uh it's part of mcu that'd be even yeah like morbius yeah i've seen the trailer, seen the trailer, for, trailer that? for that's that part that of the too. mcu that's part of the mcu Ooh. because uh when he's walking down the alleyway it's like spider-man gonna be in it well he kind of is in the trailer yes they he's had in a, the trailer yeah they had a picture he's walking down the um uh uh it's like an alleyway and shit i'm pretty sure in new york too and as he's walking down the alleyway, it's like a picture, like a or a spray painting of Spider Man, and written across it, respray painted over it, it says murder. Okay. Did you see Far From Home? I did not see Far From see, Home. 
Do you care about spoilers? No, I don't care about spoilers. All right, so basically... Because I've heard a lot about it, so... Yeah, so the whole movie deals with Mysterio pretending to be the good guy and shit like that. And Spider-Man finds out at the end that he is the bad guy because he wants Tony Stark's glasses, which has the AI and shit in it, which can make his illusions and shit better and shit like that. But basically, at the end, Spider-Man stops him, but in the process, kills Mysterio. Maybe. We don't know if he's really dead, dead or not. And... But, so, he thinks shit is cool. Like, he beat Mysterio. He gets back to, to New York and shit like that. He's swinging with his girl with Zendaya and shit. Drops her off. He's like, all right, I got to go do some shit now. And as he's swinging, the TV pauses. It stops. It literally, uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. He's back mm-hmm. as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, shit. Pops up on the screen. He's like, oh, I have a breaking news, this and that. And he plays the video. And it's basically Mysterio saying, oh, Spider-Man was the one that did. So basically everything Mysterio did, he blamed Spider-Man for it. And basically said, oh, and by the way, Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. Oh, and basically like exposes his identity. And the end, Spider-Man's like, what the fuck? And then it cuts right Yo. there. So now the whole world thinks like, Oh, this nigga is on some fuck shit. Like yeah. he's a murderer. So basically, that's so. Seeing and that, I know his name. Yeah. So seeing that on the in the alleyway and shit like that, spray painted like murderer over the Spider Man picture. That's basically like dealing with that. But then at the end of the trailer, you see Morbius like walking somewhere, and you see this guy turn around. He said, "Oh, Michael Morbius," and it's fucking uh, Michael Keaton. That's Vulture, <laughs> Spider Man Homecoming. I'm yeah, like, I remember the? that. Oh shit! And that's at first I was like, wait, what? oh, so I was like. So they might be, they're building towards Sinister Six. That's what they're doing. Okay. And it's probably going to be, your Sinister Six now is probably more than likely going to be Mysterio, Vulture, Morbius, Venom, um, and whatever villain they introduce in Spider-Man 3, and then probably Norman Osborn. Because the rumor going around now is that Christian Bale, like you heard about him being yeah. casted in Thor and shit. He got casted in Thor? And Thor 11 Thunder. Okay. Who, who are you going to play? He might be playing Norman Osborn in that movie. That's the rumor going around now. So he'll be the Green Goblin. Yeah. Which a lot of people are like, I don't know if he... Watch American Psycho and you'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen American Psycho? I have not. Oh my God, watch that movie. It's fun. Jared Leto was in that. (laughs) Morbius was in that shit. That plays Morbius. But literally, yo, watch American Psycho, bro. Say that. That's a really dope movie. But basically, we started down this film conversation, of course, because it's me. But science fiction to me, like Arrival and shit like that, like when science fiction, you know... Science fiction is supposed to be a study of humanity using basically what's considered science fiction. So elements like time travel, uh, elements like, well, it's not science fiction now, but artificial intelligence, androids and shit like that. And Blade Runner dives more into the android. Like it dives more. Ghost in the Shell, you ever read it? Seen it? It's basically like that, but better. (laughs) <laughs> that's the best way I can say. I think it's, I think I think Blade Runner explores shit better than Ghost in the Shell, especially twenty forty nine. Like the first Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, it was more of like a neo noir. Have you ever uh, science fiction noir? Noir is like basically like, um, you know those old fifties movies where mm-hmm. you had like the, the detective and he would be in be yeah, in a room yeah. with a girl and it's like smoky. It's like I can't. I have to go catch the bad guy. That like, that ass hat. You. Yeah, with the hat fedora hat. Yeah. But um, that ass pipe. Yeah, yeah. It was basically like that, but neo noir took it took noir to another level. So like something like the Matrix is considered noir. You feel me? Yeah. So uh, Blade, the original Blade Runner, dealt with um, you know what what makes a human human? What makes something alive and sentient? it? Is it just the fact that it's human? We don't even know where we come from. So it's, it, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's dope. It's really what dope. are we type shit? Yeah, and then twenty forty nine takes it on onto a whole other level. 
basically, basically, I'm just gonna spoil the first part of it for you. 2049. So it starts out. The trailers was promoting it like, because at the end of the first Blade Runner, it's kind of ambiguous on whether Harrison Ford's character is is um, uh, what are they called? Like, what are they called in that? You know, basically, whether he's an android or not, like, or like if he basically they have these things called synthetics and shit like that that are basically like humans, except for the fact that they're manufactured and made. And you could tell by like under their eyes and shit like that. It's like a barcode and shit under their eyes. And also, when you read certain things to them, it gauges their emotion and shit like that. So that's how they decipher what's, you know, what's a synthetic and what's actual a human being. Well, by the end of the film, you find out now it's different because you had the theatrical cut of it and you have the director's cut. Basically, the director's cut with 2049 has been, you know, canonized as the official version of Blade Runner now. Because at the end of that, basically, like, you find out that, like, uh, so Deckard, Harrison Ford's character, is like a Blade Runner. They chase down the synthetics, hunt them down and shit like that. He he has these memories of like a unicorn and shit. Like you see him sitting at a piano playing a unicorn or playing the piano yeah. and dreaming. Like think about this unicorn in his head. And at he has a handler that helps him and shit like that. His handler is like some weird nigga. He speaks like so within the universe. It's kind of like a broken English and shit like that. So he would talk to him, basically say shit to him and everything. Like fuck with him. But the way he would fuck with him, he would make origami shit like make origami and fold him to make fun of him and shit like that. So at the end of the movie. He basically turns on the turns on everybody and basically tries to save the synthetic that he falls in love with. And as he's leaving his apartment, he like sees something in the corner. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" He turns and sees a unicorn sitting sitting on the book. Oh. So basically, his handler was there. He could have killed him if he wanted to, but he let him go. But also, it's implying that yo, you're a synthetic as well because he knew what his memories was. And basically, when you're a synthetic, they implant memories within you. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's crazy. He's a synthetic chasing down other synthetics the yeah. whole time. But, but that's the director's cut. The theatrical version doesn't have that. There's like numerous cuts of Blade Runner, which is, oh, yeah, it's, it's infuriating. But Blade Runner 2049 was marketing it as Ryan Gosling's character was, you know, a human hunting down synthetics. Off the rip, this nigga's fighting Batista, throwing him through a wall and shit. You're like, oh, he's a synthetic. Okay. And off the rip, they tell you that he's a synthetic. But it comes into question on whether he's a made synthetic or synthetics can now reproduce. And that's the whole point of the movie. Oh, shit. It's dope. dope. He was born a synthetic. And that's what's great because so basically human being, synthetics are out. This nigga called me right now. This is nigga. <laughs> this nigga grab calling me right now. Um, I'm gonna call him back when we get done. But, but um, what was I saying? What the fuck was I saying? Synthetics. Oh, yeah. they're illegal and banned on Earth. They're only used. They're only used for off-world purposes. So they use them to fight wars. They use them as slave labor and shit like that. Oh shit. Yeah, it's actually they think that. So it's been hinted that aliens, like the Alien franchise and shit like that, is connected to Blade Runner. Oh, it's kind of been alluded. It's been alluded to, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. But so basically, that's why they hunt them down because they're illegal on Earth. People hate them. Imagine like how Americans feel or how Trump supporters feel about like Mexicans and shit like that, but amplified to a thousand. They kill these niggas in the streets, type shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, if it comes out that they can actually reproduce, nah, we can't have that. 
So that's what the movie's about. Yeah, they got shut that shit down. That's what it's all about. So that shit is fire. Vasectomies going on out here. Not even vasectomies. We're going to wipe them out. And Jared Leto's character. Yeah, Jared Leto's in Blade Runner 2. Bro, you got to watch it, bro. You got to watch it. That shit is fire, bro. You got to watch the original and then the sequel. Okay. But the sequel to me, one is one of the. I'll put it up there with The Godfather Part 2 as greatest sequels ever. Oh yeah, yeah, and then it's one of my. It's to me, it's one of the best science fiction films ever made. Period. So, I actually just found out about this movie called Stargate. That's basically like a movie about an episode of Ancient Aliens. Like it, it has, it's from like the ninety, from like ninety four. It's a Roland Emmerich movie. That's the nigga that made uh, the Day After Tomorrow. Uh, he makes shit. disaster films. Yeah, though. that was my shit. Day After Tomorrow, Independence Day. He made that shit too. He's like to me, he's a trash director. Personally, I think he makes trash movies. His movies are trash. Independence Day, look, classic, but let's be real. It's kind of trash. <laughs> but it's one of those classics that's it's just. Yeah. And when, every time I tell niggas, really think about this movie, and you're going to come to the conclusion that that shit is trash. You just like it because Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum is in it. That's literally why you like it. Nah, I fucked with it. It was hard. But he made this movie back in the day called Stargate. That shit was funny, though. He made a movie back in the day called Stargate with Kurt Russell and uh, James Spader. Basically, this movie's about, like, literally what the name says. You've probably seen the TV shows. Like, they made spinoff TV shows like Stargate, Atlantis, SG-1 and shit Oh, like yeah. That. that shit used to come on, like, sci-fi and shit. Yeah, bro. I went down a whole deep dive about this shit, bro. Because, like, I never heard of this movie. And when I read the premise, it's literally like an episode. It's literally taking the greatest hits of ancient aliens and putting it into a movie. That's where I'm like, nobody's ever done that before to me, in my opinion. But it's basically like, uh, so you know how the Egyptians had their gods and shit like that? They were actually aliens, and they made these stargates so they could take humans as slaves and make them build pyramids. So they they, they find a stargate in ancient Egypt, and they go back. And they go to the planet where the alien, like the Egyptian gods that are really aliens are from. And as soon as they walk through the stargate, it's like pyramids and shit. Crazy, bro. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I watched like the trailers for it and old clips. Crazy, bro. Like, and I've never heard it. Like, I've heard of the TV shows, but I didn't know it was a movie originally. So I'm, I'm probably gonna watch that shit tonight. Oh shit! Yeah, you see the new Aliens that came out? Which one? Oh, oh, the Covenant. Joint? Yeah, Alien Covenant. Yeah. You fuck with that? I fucked with that shit heavy, bro. It it took it back because they started with Prometheus and shit like that. They started to go down more the philosophical lane. Like about creation, where do human mm-hmm. beings come from and shit like that. And to me, with this, they found a way to keep that, but also take it back to the horror elements, which it originally was. Yeah. Because to me, this is like, like a horror film. That's literally what it was, especially at the end when, like, just... when she found out that the, that that was the bad nigga, and he was just like, shh, and then yeah, ah, put her ass to sleep. Yo. Know, and it took me back to literally the tagline for the original film was, uh, "Nobody can hear you scream in space." Bro, so it was like a slasher film with an alien in space, and they took it back to that. That was so dope to me, bro. Yeah, bro, that that joint was hard. Just seeing like the origin of it. Yeah, and then the beginning of the film, like to me, that's one of the best intros to a film. It's very philosophical, where you have basically uh, a creation debating his creator about creation, like basically like that saying that saying like, if you could talk to God, what would you say to him? And that's what... And that's what was going on. Yeah, in that film. Like, he was asking him questions to where this nigga's smart, like... And that's what the whole film's about. Like, so a creator 
creating something and that creation being better than the creator. That's what the whole film is yeah. about. And it's crazy because it's like you I'm made sitting, something better than yourself. Exactly. Because that nigga, when he, I forgot what question it was he asked him. I think it was like, where do you come from or some shit like that. He saw him like flustered, like, what? And then like, so don't ask that question again. And that's, and hit, you know, the Android's brain, he took mm-hmm. that like, oh, this nigga, all right, bet. And that's what turned him, really. And that, dog, that shit, dog, I love, that's why I love sci-fi, bro. Sci-fi, like, ask those questions, bro. Like, it's dope as fuck. Fucking civil, philosophical. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. That's what, like, people that think that shit is bullshit, like, why are you sitting, why are you worried about that? So much more shit you could be worried about. That's the root of everything, bro. That's the question. At the end of the New day. New ideas. That, yeah, that's the, well, not even new ideas. That's the questions we ask ourselves every night. Like, what is our place in this universe? What's really out there? Where do we come from? Like, we don't know those answers. Like, yeah, 100%. Sci-fi explores that. Now, back to conspiracy things right quick. Because you said Julian Hassange. Assange. Oh, yeah. What, how much did he actually leak? A like, lot. Who, who? He basically he? exposed the whole Bush, the Bush administration for being war criminals. So you know how they're impeaching Trump for this bullshit? Like, Nancy Pelosi actually could have impeached George Bush for the war crimes that he committed. Julian Assange basically exposed that the reason why a lot of these Middle Eastern countries don't like us is because we were going over there torturing their people. We were yeah, running I've torture camps over there. Like, literally, we, we wouldn't let them sleep. We would stick shit in there between their finger. Like, torture. Just straight-up torture. Torture camps. They even have pictures of the of the American soldiers that were doing it, like, posing with the people that were getting tortured, like, laughing in the pictures and shit, like, pointing guns at their heads and shit like that. It's literally one. It's the scariest, most disturbing one. They have this black hood over this guy's head, and they have him dressed up like a druid and shit, and, like, his, eye, his arms out like Christ and shit. And, like, you see, like, now you see that disturbing shit? It gets even more disturbing when you see the soldiers in the background posing and laughing and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's disturbing as fuck. He basically leaked all that shit and leaked a whole bunch of other papers and shit about what the, like, basically, like, the war in Iraq was bullshit. It was to propagate the um, the uh, Patriot Act, which allowed the US, United States government to spy on us, which is where Edward Snowden ties in. Okay. Well, then what did he actually exactly do? Basically, you know how basically now we know that the government spies on us and shit like that. You know, jokes niggas be making about, oh, my phone's yeah. listening to me. He exposed that. <laughs> and people are mad at him about it. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you're welcome. And you know what happened? You know what happened? People like to say, Find oh. your webcam. Because he's in Russia and shit like that. Like, he's in Russia right now. They're like, oh, well, obviously he's working for Russia. No. He actually got trapped in Russia because he couldn't board his plane because they realized what he did and they uh, voided his passport. So he, he was actually headed to Latin America. That's where he was trying to get to. But he couldn't get there because they voided his passport. So he stayed there in Russia. Damn. So he just stuck out there. He's still there right now. He was on Rogan's podcast like last year. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's he's been making so... Basically, it's getting to the point now where, like, he, I, I personally don't think he could ever come home because they're going to kill him or find, but he said he'll come home if he gets a fair trial, which means he's never coming home because they're not going to give him a fair trial. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, people like to paint Obama as a savior figure, as this person who's the moral standard of morals and shit like that. Perfect president. Yeah. He has the highest prosecution rate on whistleblowers when he ran his campaign on protecting them. <laughs> he literally ran his campaign, like literally on his website. The first time he ran on his website, he basically he called out George Bush for um, the uh, warrantless t- uh, wiretapping act. 
Bet he put in the plans. He called George Bush out for that shit. And then on his website, put in there, like, we're going to protect whistleblowers as his, um, you know, one of his uh, campaign yeah. points and shit like that. Two years into his term, it mysteriously disappeared off his website. And he said, I never said that. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. He just yeah. said, fuck that. Yeah, and then oh, in man. twenty yeah, and then in twenty thirteen, that's when the Snowden shit ha- you know, the shit hit the fan. And basically it exposed that they they were spying on people just randomly, not even for any reason, just doing it just to do it. Like sitting around listening to people fuck and shit like that. Bro, they used to have <laughs> bro, they used to dog, they used to have programs back in the day, like during the MK Ultra days and shit like that. They would literally hire prostitutes to go out and fuck young men. And basically, like, spike their, like, cosby their drinks with, like, acid and basically, like, cook their brains and see what happens to them. And basically, watch these people fuck these prostitutes and shit like that. Crazy Whoa. shit, bro. Bro, it's crazy. Not That's like the, the CIA used to do that shit. Dog. What's that movie? We're back to movies, though. Um, it's some experiment. It starts with a B, like some Russian shit. The Manchurian Candidate? No, Belco. Oh, Belco experiment? Yeah. Yeah. That type shit. That shit was well. More wild. so, Manchurian Candidate. Have you ever seen that with Denzel? So it's about this dude. Denzel plays like a, a major or some shit like that, and a general in the army. One of his fellow soldiers is running for president. He's played by Leo Schreiber. Schreiber. However, do you know who that is? No. Ray Donovan. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, I know. Saber two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that nigga's running for president, and his mom is kind of like a Hillary Clinton-type figure. Like, her family's kind of like the Clintons, per se, yeah. which is ironic, because the actress that plays her is a Hillary thumper. But that's <laughs> besides the point. Um, so the whole film's about these soldiers that, like, basically something happened and shit like that to where um, the dude who's running for president is painted as, like, a war hero, basically, and shit like that. Yeah. But, like, one, one day Denzel's at a school giving a speech and shit, and one of his old his old like um, comrades and shit comes up to him. He said, "Bro, dude, do you remember shit happening the way it happened? Like I'm having these dreams and shit like that." And then it's like he shows him this book with these paintings of them being tortured and shit like that. And then like it starts ringing, oh, it, it starts ringing in his brain like, "Oh shit, didn't really happen the way it did." And basically, they found out that like they were tortured to paint this story in a certain way. So yeah, their camp got attacked, but it was attacked by a group of mercenaries that took them. And basically brainwashed them to say this guy's a war hero so he could become the next president and shit like that. But you find out that yeah, all that's this that MK Ultra shit. Kind of. It's not really any crazy shit. It's just not letting a nigga sleep. They oh. wouldn't let them sleep. They would beat the shit out of them. Dog, it's some crazy, bro. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, that bro. movie, that movie's Fucking disturbing, bro. It's in their mind and shit. And yeah, then... the way they, the way they portray the torture. It's not even on some crazy shit. It was like they, like, literally you would see the screen, like, get white as fuck, it, like, to the point where it's, like, scary, kind of. And you would see them just smiling crazy, like. And then it would go into their, like, what really happened. Dog, they literally, like, had, like, shit, like, running in these niggas' brains and shit, like, electroshock shit. Oh, had, shit. Yeah, dog, it's, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. It's really good, but. Shit like that, like, but. Julian Assange, right back to what you were saying, yeah. he basically, so the way they portrayed it to the media when they caught him, when they got him, they they portrayed it to the media like, oh, we're arresting him for the DNC hacks. You know, he was he was involved with that, right? Mm-hmm. When uh, Hillary got exposed and shit yeah. like that with her emails and shit. That was Julian Assange. They can't arrest him for that because he got that. It's not It's not like he hacked the government. He got it from somebody and basically published it as a publisher. So thus forth, he's 
a he's part of the press. Yeah, it's like somebody gave him the information. Yeah, he, he published just made it. a story. Same, about like it. basically what happened with the Pentagon Papers that led to Nixon getting impeached, impeached and removed from office. That's basically what he did. But they're trying to frame it as if he was getting arrested for that when actually they're arresting him for um, the leaks about George Bush. And basically what happened was there was a soldier named Chelsea Manning who she's she used to be a he trans person. Yeah. She did it, converted in jail and shit. Um, found out about these programs and basically like she, I'm saying she's really a he. He was a he. She was a he when she, he did. He well, just, just say he, bro. He hacked the, um, he had, he was the one that actually hacked into the, um, you know, the server, well, not the servers, but hacked, and basically got the information yeah. and gave it to Julian Assange. Okay, the so way yeah, he paying, didn't hack it himself. He didn't hack it himself, yeah. Bull hacked it and then gave the information okay. to him. So, yeah, Chelsea Manning can get in trouble for it, sure, but he really should he because he's a whistleblower at that point. But of course, yeah. they don't see it that way. He's a soldier, this and that, so. They ended up arresting arresting him and torturing him for years, like in prison, like torturing mm-hmm. him, waterboarding him, all this shit, crazy shit, and basically like brainwashed him into saying like, "Oh, Julian Assange helped me hack into the service to get the information." So shit. now they're trying to prosecute him under the Espionage Act, which was instituted way back when during the CIA, you know, heyday and shit like that. They was doing all that. To shit. specifically to silence whistleblowers. That's what the Espionage Act was made for. That's literally what it was made for. So they're prosecuting him under that, which is bullshit because he's a publisher. That's literally what he does. It's like it's like trying to arrest arrest you know the people that published the Pentagon Papers. It's the same thing, but they did it. That nigga Assange, he was held up in uh, I forgot what embassy he was in, in like the UK. He was in one building for like eight years, bro. Just chilling because he couldn't come out. He couldn't come out. They would take him. So now they got America's got him. I'm pretty sure. How they he, get him? I'm pretty sure he. Um, they had a regime change with the government, you know, that he was, you know, staying with. Yeah. And basically, they like they aligned with America and basically said, "Yeah, you gonna get this." Nigga. Yeah, extradite that nigga. Yeah. And they came in in the building and got him. The U, yo, well, UK police came because he exposed shit about the UK too. He just doesn't do America. He does the UK as well. So nobody likes this nigga. None of the countries like this nigga because of how he gave no fucks. His whole thing is about putting. Like the infor- we live in the age of information. The reason why shit is so fucked right now is because that information is being skewed and uh, positioned in a certain way to gauge people's thought processes. So his whole thing and WikiLeaks' whole thing is to give the power of information back to the people. Straight truth. Straight truth, Facts. whether it's good or bad. And that's what he does. That's what he's about. And they don't like that shit because, unfortunately, our governments are mostly bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're more than likely worse than the evils they try to say are evil. So you know how like they said Saddam Hussein was evil and shit like that. He's yeah. a bad guy. Well, you motherfuckers put him in power. So what does that make you? And the, the ironic thing about Iran is that they actually had a democratic nation during the fifties. You know what happened? Cool. That democratic, the leader of their democratic nation, actually, let's see. I want to give the profits that our country makes back to the people. Wow, that's a crazy concept. Like, actually, like, do good for our people. Like, not fuck our people over. Like, Iran is one of the biggest, like, you know, uh, countries in oil in the Middle East and shit like that, besides Saudi Arabia. So it's like, wow, just fathom that. Like, somebody actually wants to give the, you know, the profits that the country makes back to the people. That's a crazy concept. (laughs) And America was like, yeah, nah, nigga, you're not doing that. And they overthrew his government and put in the current theocracy right now. 
that says the same thing about Gaddafi. Yeah, same thing. Like he was trying to back his currency on like the gold and like all the yeah and they resources like, no. of Africa. And, yeah, they were like no because we're on the petrodollar through Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they would fuck the whole economic system up, and so they got Iran can literally destabilize. People don't realize that shit. The reason why I could lead to war still. So the reason I told you about about the coup and shit like that, yeah. all that aside, the Iranian supreme leader himself could decide to shut all that shit down. Like one of the biggest, you know, waterways to get the oil out of the Middle East is through Iran. They can literally like blockade that shit. Iran has a formidable military. People don't like to speak about that shit. They were helping us fight ISIS, bro. Like they have a formidable military. They're not like Iraq. They're not yeah, some ragtag. Yeah. They, they bought it, bro. They bought it, dog. Like, they should organize. They yeah, it. it just come. If it was if it was hand to hand combat, they they would stand a really good chance. But it's just about weaponry. Their technology and weaponry yeah. aren't as isn't we as. We just arm the fuck up. And honestly, For because real. of the um the sanctions we placed upon them is why because Iranian scientists are some of the brilliant most brilliant scientists in the fucking world, bro. Hands down, like straight up. So it's like. They just can't do the shit we do. Because they put sanctions on the materials that they can get and shit like that, so they can't get certain materials. But when it comes down, they could they could destabilize the economy if they want to in various ways, bro. It, it's, but nobody thinks about that shit. I feel like they wouldn't. And they keep saying, people keep saying, oh. If they were to do that, America's class. Well, they're not going to. Well, that's when it's going to be. Everybody's going to be against them. Like China's not going to fuck with that. Russia's definitely not going to fuck with that. Like a lot of countries aren't going to fuck with that, because yeah, basically majority of the countries bomb, us, bomb them the fuck up. Even our allies, like France and shit, looking at it like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like France literally said that. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what basically what they yeah, said. France going through a lot of shit too. They don't got time for that shit. Yeah, like why, nigga? Why are you trying to start a war with these niggas, bro? Like, see, I wonder if some French shit could happen in America. I was thinking about it. Like, how they rioting and shit over there. Yeah. Like, them niggas is going crazy, fighting police. Well, the thing is, here, like I said, this ties back to what I said earlier. We still have power, bro. They just like to give us the illusion that we don't have power. Dog, if you got niggas in China boycotting shit, like, where they are literally a communist state. They're Like, people forget oh, yeah. China is still a communist country. More than France, China be wilding. Like, them niggas will really, like, I seen they jumped a police officer just because he was police type shit. Like he was undercover, like people yeah. seen. They found out, bro. Mob of people just started whooping this nigga's ass, bro. And that's all my cocktailing cars and shit. And it's like that's not like the way I look at it is. I feel like J Cole this, and this is why J Cole is still one of my favorite rappers because probably is my favorite rapper because he encapsulated humanity in one bar or in one verse. And it was the uh, third verse on High for Hours, okay. where he was like, "I sit and dream." I'm paraphrasing, but I'm just gonna like say it in yeah. my own words. Basically, he was saying like, "I dream of the day when the black man can be like the supreme in the world, like can lead the world and shit like that." Basically, where white people are. But the more I think about it, I'm like, at the end of the day, we all human. We are gonna do the same shit that they did when they got in power. It's all gonna be the same shit. Like it comes, it changes are gonna come within. Like trying to separate each other is gonna come within uniting each other and unifying under shit. Like, you know, basically like don't be a fucking ball bag. Don't be a dickhead. Like yeah. that's basically like and 
most peace human, among worlds and shit. Yeah, but it's like human beings. It will never get to that point because at the end of the day, human beings are afraid of very credible things, which is it boils down to we don't want people taking our fucking shit. We don't want we don't want to be made out to be a bitch. We don't want to be made out to yeah. be pussy. Ego, ego, and it comes from like survival. It comes from those old survival instincts we have. We haven't evolved past the point to the point where like we can sit back and say none of that shit yeah. matters. Like the whole country needs to just go on acid for one day. DMT. DMT. No, DMT's too strong. I feel nah, like. DMT. That's like a lot personal. Nah, I feel DMT. like niggas just need to be like in an acid high nah, and bro. just chill together. Wait, have you done acid? Talk. No. You need to, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'll do it with you whenever you do it. Say that. I just couldn't find it. I could probably find it for you, nigga. Don't ask grab ass. Ask Tony. <laughs> Ask, ask me or Tony or Matt, literally. They don't know where to get it. And it's like, you got to, um, like, I when they did it at Grabs, I couldn't do it because I think I had work or some shit when they did it. But it was like, you want to do it in a very positive vibe from what I've been told. You don't want no negativity when you're doing yeah. it because it fucks your trip up. And, like, I don't know. I'm not saying Grabs would be a negative vibe. But you definitely don't want to do it alone, and you want to do it at a spot where you could be there and be loud and be able to do what you want to do, and not have anybody, you know, any because mm-hmm. you don't want to interact with people. I remember me and Tony did this shit, and he was interacting with his cousins and shit. It was funny as shit because this nigga was snapping on him, bro. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the Wolf of Wall Street scene when he was on the Quaaludes, yeah. but he could actually stand, but just how he was talking and shit, like he was talking to his his cousin's homegirl. He was like, funk. Yeah, like just talking crazy. They were looking at him like he was crazy yeah, and shit. Bro. But it's like you want, but you want to be a, you you want to be a, basically. I know this sounds like bullshit. You want to be in a safe space when you do it. So grabs would be the spot, but you just gotta like be sure that that. Basically, what I'm saying is boils down to it's not any gripe against G personally or anything. It's about you want to be in a place where you want to be because if you truly don't yeah. want to be there, it's gonna come out during a trip because that's what happened with Matt. Matt didn't want to be there, and he ended up snapping on everybody. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be cool over G's graphs. I'd definitely be cool. So I definitely like, do. Want I, to want to I got too many people in my crib. See, I want to do a mass group DMT experience together. I haven't done DMT yet. I want to do it. I'm just. I'm very. I'm I got gonna... offered an Anaconda. I don't want to say I bitched, bitched out. out. Yeah, I, I heard I, you bitched out, nigga. I totally told you bitched out. Nigga. I didn't bitch out. I just like that's a step. It's like it's not. Nigga, I've only smoked weed, bro. Bro, you're literally going to see. Yeah, I'm gonna see a lot. See I just, a lot of shit. As far as psychedelics, I'd probably just. Try I had a DMT, a DMT trip without taking DMT. Yeah, how? So I was laying on my bed sleeping, shit. And it was like, all right. So I had to preface it by explaining how I drink. And we're, I'm probably gonna stop us at two fifty. We're at one forty nine right now. So, um, sitting in my room, you know, so, yeah, I fell asleep. Now I got again, like I said, I got preface it with how I drink. Usually when I dream, it's either I dream. And it's like very visceral, and then it's like I wake up, or I don't dream at all, and it's just complete blackness. Yeah. So it was a nightmare. It's either intense or it's not, or it's nothing, yeah. or I don't dream at all. It's like literally I fall asleep and I wake up. So I was in the blackness this time, sleep. Out of nowhere, like it was like I can't even say it was like a humanoid figure. It was like the blackness took shape somehow. I can't explain it, and it was like. I was in a box. Imagine being in like a box and just a void of blackness, and it's like touching on the where the box I'm in and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then it's like started circulating into like a joint, 
and then it looked kind of like a depiction of a black hole and shit like that. Like, you know how, like, yeah, and it turned into kind of a black hole, and it sucked me in a, like, I was still in the box, though. Nothing was touching oh, me. Oh, shit, but you got sucked, sucked in. into it, and then it was, I was going through a tunnel, literally the Doctor Strange scene. And it was like, and then the blackness turned into colors and shit, and, like, morphing into different things, and shit was looking at me, like, crazy and shit. Now, no, I did not do any of it. I've never done DMT in my life. This is yeah. strictly off dreaming. And um and I think it was because Del Deo, like Tony was talking to me about it and shit like that. And I was thinking about it because I was thinking about mm. doing it and I fell asleep thinking about doing it. So yeah, went through the tunnel. Yeah. Went through the color of tunnels and shit. It was crazy. I was scared. I was like breathing hard as shit. And then it was like it just stopped and just showed me different moments in my life. So it showed me mm. my past. Then it would jerk me to like I saw an older version of myself. Like basically like in the same place I'm in now. Like, I was just sitting. Like, it was like right there where that TV is, where you walked in. Yeah. I was sitting in that chair looking at myself, like, at, like, 35. Whoa. Yeah. And then, it, like, it took me to, like, when I was a kid, like, one of the last things my grandfather said to me, like, when he was able to, like, before he even, like, way before he died, when he, because yeah. my grandfather was in, like, the hospital for, like, a couple months before he died. So, like, when he was able to, like, in his right mind, say shit mm-hmm. to me. And took me to just certain points with my dad, my mom, just took me to very, like, some shit I don't even remember, bro. Cold through your life. Yeah, but some shit I don't even remember. Like, like, when it, I like, I'm able to tell you this shit now, because, like, it's been coming to me more through the year. Like, I had this dream, like, a couple months ago. So, it's been coming back to me yeah, as. Yeah, recalling more and more. Yeah, so I know, like, when I saw the older version of myself, I didn't see that before. So, I think it was, like, when I was seeing in the future, it was, like, I probably saw it but my brain couldn't perceive it so i don't remember it it's like blackness and certain shit and finally it stopped and that's when i started i really started freaking out and i could hear myself saying stop 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 and then it was like i was fighting it and then like i just saw the box started cracking and shit like that and it pulled me back through the tunnel and it just left me in the tunnel and the tunnel like the blackness started seeping into the colors and shit like that and like the faces and shit i saw like it's not. It's like those shits on the on mm. that painting. Yeah. Like, but the faces kind of. They all. So imagine the faces being like what the colors are in the picture. Yeah. They all turned to black. The faces turned to black. The how they are. But I could still make the faces out, and they started like yeah, like that silhouette. Yeah. And then the silhouettes went away, and it was complete blackness, and it started like cracking the box like it was glass, and then it came in and just started latching on to me like all of my arms. It was like water, and then it went into my lungs, and I couldn't breathe, and that's when I woke up. Oh shit! Shit was intense as fuck, bro. That is intense, and it scared shit, the fuck bro. out of me. Like it changed my life. Like I still think that's. I never a, had a dream like that, huh? I ain't never had a dream like that. That's deep. Yeah, I've never had a dream like that either, nigga. <laughs> I used to dream like that when I was a kid. I used to have a dream that like, I like somebody was following me and watching me. Oh, like yeah. So, but that was the most intense dream I've ever fucking had. And, like, that shit changed my life. That's what made me start doing this podcast. Because, like, the way I deciphered seeing that future version of myself later when I remembered it, it was, like, I feel like it showed me regrets from my past. And it showed me shit that I'm afraid of for my future. And that's one of my biggest fears is being sitting in that chair at 35 and having not done shit. That's my biggest fucking fear. And it was, like, whatever other shit it showed me. Like, now I've been having, like... This shit sound crazy as fuck. I know I sound crazy right now talking about this shit, but like, more I think about it and go back to, it, I've been having flashes and visions of like a girl and shit like that. And it's like every time I think about this girl, it's just dread. 
but I can't put a face to it. It's not like it's a face. It's just like well, it's like that seems like it's gonna be your downfall. Not necessarily my downfall, but like it's like how I am when it comes to emotion and shit like that. Like I don't like showing emotion. I don't like talking about emotions. I hate that shit because I feel like they're petty and I feel like they're what holds humanity back. You just be caught up in the emotions too much. I see. I try not to be. That's the thing. And I feel like when I try not to be, that's what puts me in a lot of situations that I'm in. Cause like I psych myself out. I think too much and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cause my thing is always thought. It's like never go off of emotion. I try my best not to go off of emotion. Do my best. Cause like I said, I think it's very petty. It leads to a lot of petty shit. So, but. I think it has something in me seeing that girl had a lot to do with my future and not necessarily being my downfall, but I think it might be like a future regret. And the fact that I can't see it fucks me up because it's like, and that's also what I think is the whole point of showing me all that shit was that none of this shit matters. It's about what you do in the moment and being the best you in that moment. So, because I have a tendency to focus on, like I, like you just yeah, heard me talk about the future and the past and never the present. Like, I'm never in the present. Niggas got to live in the now. Exactly. So, it's like, I think that's what it was trying to show me. But then again, when I go through deeper in <laughs> thought, it's like, should I even really be thinking about this shit at all? And it's like, I don't know. But it's like, I, I can't help but do it because that's how I am. Like, I like diving deep. Like, I like reading yeah. people, bro. Like, I wanted to be a psychological analyst when I was a kid, bro, for the, for the FBI, surprisingly, of all. Oh shit! Yeah, so, that's tough. Yeah, but that's why like I've been nervous to do DMT because it's like if I actually do it, that's gonna be like in reality. It's not gonna be a dream. That's gonna be real. I'm gonna be there for a couple minutes, and like certain people that did it, like they told me it's like you went there for like it seemed it seemed like like a long time. It's only for it's only like a ten minute. It's like an acid trip contained in like ten minutes, but more oh. intense than the acid trip. And it's like, see, like let a nigga do acid first or something. Yeah, I mean, do acid first. I would say that. See, I he was just like yo straight DMT. I'm like, I now I was speaking in terms of like the whole world and shit like that. When you said the world should just have an acid trip. I would say DMT because that makes you really think about yourself, bro. Really reflect on who you are as a person. And to me, that'll root out the truly fucked people and the truly good people. I was about to do because I just wonder what I would see about myself. In this trip, so you want to do it by yourself? Hmm. You would want to trip by yourself? Nah, not a trip by myself. But like, what would that world show me? I feel you about myself. What would I, what would I find out? And that's what it's like. I remember I watched a lot of Rogan because he was talking about this shit a lot. And I know basically he said that he believes it's like a kind of like not necessarily like some people say like LSDs and uh, psychedelics mm-hmm. are allows us to perceive higher dimensions and shit like that. I personally have come to the conclusion for me I don't think it's that. I think it allows you to see the dimension we live in for what it truly is. Yeah, like the aura of shit. Yeah, like I feel like like when you when you hear about fucking certain like monks and shit like that that can levitate off of the ground and can do certain shit and you hear like even a lot look this goes into crazy town a little bit. A lot of the stories you hear about in the Bible and shit like that, like people living beyond their means, like 500 years and shit. You know how you, when you read the Bible, like yeah. niggas live for like a thousand years and shit like that. I believe we used to be able to do that. And I believe that, I believe that human beings, that's my biggest conspiracy theory. Like, and it kind of ties back into, I wanted to be an archaeologist as well. But, <laughs> yeah. But 
I used to study Atlantis a lot because it fascinated me, looking at the world around me and how fucked the world yeah, is. Yeah, I had an Atlantis phase once, bro. That was like I wanted to find Titanic in the Atlantis in Atlantis. Like Titanic fascinated me because of it. I realized now it was about realizing man's ego. This is the ship they said it's unsinkable. Blah blah yeah. blah. All this and that bitch sank on the first voyage. Yo, <laughs> like, bro. And of course, yeah, it's bad that out the shop. Yeah, it's bad that the people died. You feel me? I'm not saying it's good that the people died, but. Just like seeing that monument and how like that's literally a literal metaphor for how the your ego can truly sink you. <laughs> literally. Facts. But then Atlantis was seeing the best of us. And then learning about later on ancient the ancient African kingdoms and shit, like ancient Kush, Egypt, like all these ancient African civilizations and how advanced they are and how like in the history books mm-hmm. they like to tell us we were living in huts and shit prior. Hell to, no. I, I, me personally... I think I said, I was talking to Quran about this. I don't believe in the Atlantic slave trade 100%. I'm not saying that no slaves came over to America through the Atlantic. But the number. The number. That's what I believe we were already here. Some of us A lot of people say, like, yeah, most of us were, like, just Native Americans, basically, type shit. No, not even that. No, what are we? Africans that voyaged over here. Like, we knew what we were doing when we came here. But it's like that would be like native at that point. I mean, there's even ancient maps, not even from Africa, but like from different parts of the world and shit. Where they, oh yeah, they have America, America drawn. on there, bro. Like, how did how did they know it was there when Columbus discovered it? When Columbus went there, and it was like they thought it was nothing there, just ocean. Well, actually, back in Columbus's day, they thought you would just fall off the edge of the earth. Yeah. So that shows you how dumb white people were back then. Right? <laughs> it's like, nah, I love my white people. I love my crack ass crackers. It's like, nah, King Coon. Yeah, Captain but, uh, Coon Caleb. Yeah, I am Captain Coon, bro. I like playing that character. I've been thinking about, yo, the more you call me that, I'm legitly thinking about, like, so Dodeo was telling me I should do, like, like the old head, the old head that would, like, paint himself purple and shit and do, like, crazy shit and drink, like, soda. You know what dude I'm talking about? The crazy old head, nigga? He would do, like, crazy shit. Fat black dude. What, it's on for show? No, it's on IG. It's like a social media nigga. I got to sing you one of his joints. He just be doing like outrageous shit. Like he'll like just be yelling all the time. Like literally he paints himself purple and he'll scream it like, ah, like out of nowhere. Just do crazy shit. I've been thinking about doing a character like that. Del Deo told me like I should just literally turn the camera on one day and sit in front of the camera and nothing but my boxers and rant about like how I love Trump and hate black people and shit like that. And basically like create a character called the coon or some shit like that. Like an Uncle Ruckus, basically, yeah. but real life. Like, and I was thinking about it because it's like, look, you I like love trolling people. Bro. I like doing my trolling, but at the same time, like, I don't think I ever told you about the vision I had for this, you know, my channels and shit. I'm trying to build kind of like, a, like, kind of like a media thing. You feel me? Okay. And I want to be held as legit. I don't want to. You feel me? I don't want to be a, a shock jockey kind of yeah. like. But it's like at the same time, I the like Joker. Trolling. I like trolling niggas, bro. I love trolling niggas, bro. So much fun, dog. Because to me, that's when you when you get people mad. More than you know, sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. Bro, but just have a little section called troll vibes. I've been thinking about it, bro. I've honestly been thinking about Those it. Troll vibes gonna be back on your real shit. Because it's like, and it, it, I, sometimes I feel like when I troll, though, the point that I'm trying to get across doesn't fully get across. Because it's like, am I people a Trump? Be, people be mad. Yeah. Am I a Trump supporter? You be making people mad. I know I do. Am I a Trump supporter? No. But do I agree with some of more than 60% of what Trump says? Yes. You feel me? That's all. That's yeah. basically all I'm saying when I troll. 
but I feel like I be going so hard. The nigga has points. I be going so hard. Niggas just get instantly mad, and that's all they see is literally red. Dog, I've been thinking about getting a MAGA hat, bro, and taking a picture of that shit, bro. Getting like a MAGA hat. Not, Trump 2020, bro. Like getting a fanny pack, too, dog. Like, bro. Like them niggas like Steven Crowder and shit who be prove me wrong, niggas. Dog. Them, I be watching that shit sometimes because liberals be getting so, so mad. <laughs> like they be getting so triggered. It's like, it's really funny. But it's like, to me, you get triggered because you don't have logic to back up your shit. Like, yeah, bro, they they be coming with facts. Dog, when he had binder. that, when he had that fucking debate with the people about is there more than one gender, changed my mind. Like, bro, to me, look, I'm not trying to come at anybody. I'm all look. I, I like to preface it by saying this: I'm for anybody having a right to be trans, anybody having a right to be gay, whatever, bisexual, LGBTQ plus, capital Z, whatever you are. I don't give a fuck what you are. But if I'm to be honest, when it comes down to the logic of that shit, nigga, you're not going to change science to fit your narrative. Like, that's my whole point. That's the point I be trying to make. Like, these motherfuckers, like, they literally tell you there's more than one gender. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to be disrespectful. If you want to be called a she and you're a he, fucking, I'll call I feel like people shouldn't be forced to do that. Yeah, and you can't get mad at me because you look like a man. And I say he, and you start snapping on me, talking about I'm a girl. It's like, nigga, I grew up calling people who look like you he's all my life. How you going to get mad at me for that? You ever seen a video of the nigga in GameStop? <laughs> yeah. No, I am a woman. Yo, <laughs> he said, I'm sorry, sir. I mean, and well, the dude, he literally, yeah. I don't think he was doing it to yeah. joke. Like, he the first just... time it was on an accident, it was like... Like you put all this bass in your voice. But when he flexing. snapped on him, when he snapped on him, I think that scared him, and that's why he kept saying "sir" and "he" because he was scared. Like he didn't know what to do in the situation, and he kept fucking up. And it was like, and then he I got think, I, yeah, he was like, "What? what wait, what? Nigga, you were you have a beard, nigga? What? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I man, yeah, you got on a skirt and like a pink." Shirt type shit. I thought it was a troll at first, but they said that shit was real. That was a real yeah, nigga, bro. like, like that woman. Had with muscular body was about to fuck that Bro, bowl up, and they let they let trans people like men compete in women events, bro. I feel like that's unfair. You can't do it's that. It's completely unfair. You dude. can't do that. It's I don't. Crazy. I don't agree with that at all. Because it's like at that point, it's like yeah, you change the horm- hormones and shit, but it's like you have like a male body structure. And a lot of women complain about that shit. They think it's unfair. Why should I have to fight basically a nigga, yeah, a dude? Bro. It was like it was either boxing or UFC. Like one transgender was just fucking warming Fuck up in the that ring. Bitch it's up. like, of course. Have you seen the South Park John? Mm. Randy Savage. I did not see it. Oh my god, bro! They basically have Randy Savage identifying as a woman and competing in like the women's like lifting tournament. Dog is so fucking. Or some Joanna man shit, bro. It's hilarious, bro. Dog, and that shit is so funny, dog. But um. Yeah, man, that's just where I like, like I troll specifically to make points, and that's where I'm starting. There's to like, a message at the end of the troll. Yeah, I think I'm about to stop trolling for a while so people can understand where I'm coming from. But it's like yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to stop till I get on, baby. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> look, they're gonna man. perfectly understand your view, so then they can see what I'm trying to say. In exactly. The like I literally have family members. Like my sister hit me up. I have a half sister. She hit me up. She was like, "Are you for real?" Like some of my dad's family was hitting me up, like question marks and shit. And I look, man, look. <laughs> 
Bro, you're troll, bro. I have to. I can't. And sometimes I just can't help it. Like, sometimes niggas just walk me into that shit, bro. Like, I remember one night, me and Tony was out. Me and, me and Tony was out. I think it was that Trolley Square or some shit. We was talking to some some people about this shit. And, like, literally, they said some bullshit. And he looked at me. He said, what you got to say about that? Huh? And I was like. <laughs> I be doing the same shit. I'm not going for it. Like, with AJ, bro. I be boosting that shit because AJ really be on some shit. See, I want to have AJ on the show, bro, to have a conversation with him because I feel like AJ's one of them niggas that believe Cosby didn't do it, Mike didn't do it, fuck, you just on like some, but he's not a pro-black nigga because I know AJ, bro. AJ, like, look, AJ's not one of those black dudes that doesn't fuck with white people. Like, you got, but to me, you got, and I think it's hypocritical as fuck, those super pro-black niggas, I'm not talking about like, like leaders and shit like that, like um activists. I'm talking about like regular niggas like me and you yeah. that just have views as pro black, but you fuck white bitches. <laughs> that makes no sense to me, bro. You know, bro, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this on a podcast. I hate seeing niggas with these ugly ass white girls, fat bro. white bitches. Not even fat, just it, busted ass white bitches, bro. It throws me so heavily. I don't understand it. And they, some of them be like, not like, pause, some good looking dudes and they could, the black, not even just black, just good looking chicks fuck with them, which I choose the ugliest of the bunch. The twos, bro, they be getting bottom of the barrel white bitches. They probably got good really credit, sad. bro. No. no. <laughs> oh, man, look, you nigga. can't find a five with bad credit, bro. A five? You going to pick up the two? Really? I mean, you don't want the chick with bad credit, though. You want the chick with good credit. Yeah, but five. You there's no fives with good credit. Maybe if you if you were just like I'm just in it for the credit. But the ugly girls is easy, bro, and they give good head too. From what I hear, like when you ugly, you have to be good at sex because that's like that's what I say about big girls. That's what they say. The big girls. See, big girl for me personally, look, I find big girls attractive. I really do. I do, I do too. Shout out to all my big joints out there. But it just comes into play when it's like, I'm fat as well. I don't, I'm not trying to go through all that. <laughs> no, that's just what it is with me and fat girls, bro. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, bro. So a lot of them be, like, pretty in the face. Pretty as shit, bro. I know a couple. I would fuck Lizzo, bro. I would, I would crack Lizzo, bro. Lizzo, look, man, she not an ugly girl. She just, like. Some days I would. She 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 built like you know. She, I don't know if I crack Lizzo. Yeah, and niggas be looking at me like, how can you sit like dog? It, dog, it's it's the most human thing for if I'm fat, like I feel obligated. I have to make fun of you for being fat. Like, dog, like look, I'm a hundred percent for fat shaming as a fat nigga. <laughs> it works. It legitly works. When get somebody tell me I'm fat, gym. when somebody tell me I'm fat, when I was younger, I used to get in my bag and it would make me eat more. But now that I'm a grown ass man, if a nigga call me fat, one, I'm gonna snap on him. If you want to do something about it, do it, nigga. Like we are gonna fight. But it's well, I'm like take that shit to heart. It's like maybe I should. But I get my fat ass in the gym yeah. and work out. I even look at myself like, damn, you fat as shit, nigga. Yeah. And I'll start going wait to the gym the, and working out. Wait these motherfuckers see me now. That's been wait. That's what's been getting me in the gym is realizing that I'm a fat ass nigga. I don't like being a fat ass nigga. It's very unhealthy. Like society now, this PC ass society, like like especially with women, bro. Like your body's beautiful, this and that. Yeah, it's okay, whatever. But I'm not gonna say it's beautiful. But it's like, yo, there's bad things that comes with being overweight. I'm saying this as a person who's overweight. That's a fact. And they like the well, skinny people can be sick too. Yeah, but here's the thing: like they're not going to die of heart failure. Hey, 
mean, shit happens to everybody, but you're not, you're definitely not in a position to be like the healthiest you are for a fact. And I'm not going to fry. I haven't been to the gym in like a week and a half and I've been eating like crazy, like just eating whatever. Not eating a lot, but just eating whatever. Yeah, fast like, food been, and. Yeah, like I've been trying, I, I was doing good staying away from McDonald's and shit. I was, I had McDonald's. I've been but that shit McDonald's. is addictive, bro. You know what's been addictive? That's kind of what we go to. It's what they put in there, bro. The process shit is addictive. You know what I've been fucking with, bro? What? <sighs> Man. That fucking Rofo two for four all day breakfast sandwiches, bro. Yeah? The chicken. You get it, but the Scrabble, bro. I literally drove all the way up near Del Dale's crib in Wilmington because that one specifically makes the Scrabble sandwich. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> on a croissant. Get it on a croissant. Uh, the egg patty, damn, cheap pepper jack cheat. Oh my god, man! Yeah. With a little bit of honey mustard, pimp that joint out. And it's only four dollars. You get two for four dollars, so you get four for eight dollars. Yeah, but I don't get four. I yeah. literally get two. I don't get four. I've never gotten four. Yeah, that sounds lit. That's how you feel about the four for four from Wendy's, bro. It should be fire. And then get the baconator fries for seventy five cent. It's a wrap. Like I've been, cause I when I came back home from Georgia. I wasn't I wasn't eating beef or pork. I fell back into beef. I don't eat beef a lot though, but I've had pork every like I think I had pork last night because I went from the went to the Waffle House after the bar last night, and I had sausage. But I don't eat a lot. I do of feel it. y'all because as a skinny nigga, I don't have no wrap qualms. I do not. I eat everything. So you gotta you one of them niggas I've noticed. You've always been skinny as long as I've known you. Yeah. You it will probably you'll probably start like you got you gotta watch them when you get older. Cause when y'all niggas get older, that's when y'all get fat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's about training yourself now. Cause once you get older, it's not gonna work. Like that's what yeah, I'm trying to get you, into. You're the stuck habit in now. your ways. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of my habits and now. It's like you've been in that shit. And it's gonna so be harder long. for you it's to lose. Be a, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be harder for you to lose weight. Harder. So I'm trying to get it off of me now. Like your habits are years built on, like just to try to break that. That's shit. why I don't argue with old like people like like my dad, for example, has certain, not even just with food and shit, but just like views and shit like that, like political, whatever, social, racial, whatever. And it's like I don't agree with them. I don't agree with ninety about not eighty. I'm gonna say seventy five percent. I don't agree with about seventy. With I don't agree with eighty five percent of what my dad says. But I'm not gonna argue with this nigga because my like how he's a he's not gonna change his mind, dog. I'm and I'm not gonna be mad at him because obviously just gonna think you want some bullshit. Yeah, not even that, but it's about experience, experiences that you've had. Like people like to look at experience. Like I'm older, so I know best. Sure, that's true sometimes, but it's about it's not that you're older. It's just that you went through certain shit within your specific. Your specific personal life that made you into the person you are, that molded the views that you have, that molded everything that you, you know, molded you into the person yeah. you are today. That me coming along trying to change that shit, it's not gonna happen. That's a fact. So what's the point Especially of even arguing? You didn't really experience some shit up until the point when it comes to affecting me. When it starts affecting me, that's when I'm like, all right, fuck that. Yeah. But it's like with older people, I don't argue with. Like it's this old old dude at my job. Like he's more than likely probably going to vote for Biden or one of the fuck. Like Elizabeth Warren or some shit, and it's like I don't agree with him. I'm not gonna argue with him. This nigga probably been Democrat most of his life, voted for every Clinton, voted for Obama, and all that shit. I'm not gonna argue with these niggas about that shit. Now I'm gonna argue with a nigga like you because your mind can still be swayed. Not necessarily sway. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make you think the way I think. I'm just trying to open people's eyes to the hypocrisy. Yeah, I'm more open to the facts. Yeah, young. Some young people are. You got young people that are like old ass motherfuckers that have their views and shit like that. Like. True brainwash. Yeah. 
And that's what it is to me is brainwashing. Like the hardcore conservatives. They are like to me, but them and the liberals, they're all the same thing. Yeah. And most people, if you really think about it, most people are actually in the middle. They just join in with this with this whole, oh, I'm on this team and I'm rooting for this person. And it's like whatever. I'm not about to go with all the bullshit that they say. And that's I was telling Quran this when Quran was on here. I was like, sometimes some of my trolling and shit. It just comes from me seeing if, to me, in, in the history of humanity, I asked him this too, in the history of humanity, when everybody agreed on one topic, when everybody agreed on it, when was that ever a good thing? When did that ever turn out well or good? Never in human history. So when everybody agrees with something, I off of, off of um, just naturally have to go against the grain. I have to. That's just how I am. I have to. Can't go mainstream. Yeah, bro. It's not even about being mainstream because it's like there's some mainstream artists like Kendrick is mainstream. Yeah. I mean, I'm going with music as an example, but yeah. Kendrick is a mainstream artist, but like this is the same nigga that made fucking the Pimple Butterfly. That's a fact. He basically made an album shitting on black people and white people and black people and white people fucked with it. Like people don't realize like the Pimple Butterfly is a very heavy critique on black people, bro. And our ways and shit like that, as much as it is a critique about white people and their ways. But black people just take pick up, you know, because of the age yeah. we're in, how especially these young retired. Black of the berry. Yeah, like it's been oh, the black of the berry, this and that. When literally the last line in that song is, um, um, I'll kill a nigger black like I'll kill a nigger blacker than me for yeah. money. Hypocrite. Like hey, but nobody ever hears that part. <laughs> like nobody ever pick picks mm-hmm. that up. And it's like just certain shit like um I think it was uh, institutionalized. Where he was like, if I was the president, I'd pay my mama's rent, free my homeboys and them. Oh, so if you, if you was yeah. president, you would basically do the same shit they do. That's literally what they do. They put their own people on. Like, every president does that, bro. Hillary Clinton's daughter has a $9 million job right now that she's not qualified for. Joe Biden's son was getting $50,000 a month at it, like a Ukrainian power plant or some shit for a job he wasn't qualified for as a consultant. Yeah, bro, that's that power shit. Everybody does it, bro. That connections. And I'm not saying it's a bad, like that whole school scandal when those people got caught up, like paying the schools to get their dumbass kids in and shit like that. Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you get rich? Put your kids in the best school, even if they don't want to? That now that comes into parenting, not realizing what your kid's good at, what your kid's not good at, yeah. like shit like that. That to, shit definitely do be unfair. Yeah, bro. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking like. It's look, like that's life. If I get rich, right, I'm not gonna pay to put my kid in the best school, like at a certain age. Obviously, when they're young, I'm gonna try and put them in the best schools so they can get that early. But if I yeah, see get a head start, yeah, if I see as they get older, they don't fuck with that shit. I'm gonna sit down and have a conversation with my kid, see what my kid is good at, so I can help him do whatever he wants to do. Like that, I think that's the problem with a lot of our generation now. Our parents tried to force us into a round hole when we're a square peg. Like that's not, it doesn't, you're not going to go in there. Like, like my mom constantly pushes me. She wants me to get like a job with benefits and shit like that. I can't do what you do. I will literally, it's not even about me being lazy. I will mentally go crazy if I have to sit at a desk for eight hours. That's a fact. Some people can do that shit. That's made for some people, but that's not made for everybody. Like, I'm trying to make my bread and butter off of doing that yeah, shit. But at nine to five, I don't, I don't like it at I don't all. Know. I hate. That's like fucking financial slavery. 
Yeah, they but work that's, nine to five. That's what they want you to be, though. They want you to be financially dependent yeah. on them. They want you because that's basically turning over your power. When you when you're not able to provide for your own, where you rely on them for shit, that they got you by the balls, bro. Yeah, ain't shit you could do. That's why they don't like shit like YouTube. They don't like independent ways you can do it independently. They don't like that shit. That's why they've been trying to stifle it. Because if if once people are financially free, that's the thing. I think people are starting to realize that, like, basically humanity's thinking so far. Financial freedom, my only hope. Yeah, but see, fuck Jay Z because Jay Z is just like them, bro. But yeah, he doesn't. My thing is on certain shit. Yeah, my thing is humanity is starting to realize that. We don't, some people don't have to suffer for a majority to be happy. You feel me? Like a minority group of people doesn't, and when I say minority, I don't mean like black, you know, like a minority race, like a percentage of people, a certain percentage of people yeah. does, don't have to suffer for the majority to be okay. You feel me? Like we're starting to realize that, and especially with wealth and shit like that, like there's enough for everybody not necessarily to be wealthy. But to be fine, live yeah. good lives, like vacation every year. Yeah, literally, literally, the two point five trillion that they um, used for military spending, like if they would have put half of that, like put a billion dollars of that two point five trillion into schooling, education. Could you imagine, bro? They took another part of that. Took another billion of that, which and is like that's just, another thing they say. Like school system has never changed at all. At all. Same shit. And it's like just like niggas, some niggas just can't do school. But people look at that like it's crazy, bro. You feel me? Like they like, oh, that's socialism. Like whenever, like basically, basically, so the two point you're using taxpayer money. That's who, that's our money that they used to run around the world and wage wars, right? Yeah. My thing is, is it really a crazy concept for me to want my money to be used to help either me or people in a similar position as me? Is that a crazy concept? I think that's what um J. Cole said on brackets. Yeah. He was like, yeah, let me pick what my tax dollars go to. But people look at that crate whenever you want to use your money to help other people. Oh, why are you, they need to work for it, this and that. Guess what? Some people are born um, at a disadvantage than other people. And it's not based off of race. It's not ba- it's, Sometimes people are just dealt a shitty hand in life. And that's a lot of people in this country that are dealt a shitty hand. And are dealt that shitty hand. More than likely because of shit that the powers that be put them in that situation. And it's like, whether that's black people, whether that's immigrants. Now, no, I am a proponent. I agree with Trump for the most part on immigration. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying that I hate immigrants. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that like when you come to this country illegally, you take spots away from other people. It's like... And it's like, to me, you should have to come in this country legally. There's so many people. There's so many, like, uh, the percentage of Latino, specifically Mexican voters that Trump got were legal immigrants that don't like illegal immigrants. Because it make them look bad. Not even just make them look bad. If I put in the work to go through the process of getting into this country legally, why should you get to stay illegally? And that's where a lot of them, the perspective of a lot of them come from. But... People it's, say like a lot of jobs that immigrants has taken, like it's shit that we're not gonna do. Yeah, we're not gonna do that shit. Straight up, we're not. A lot of them work in restaurant jobs because uh, Tony works with a lot of them. He talks about that a lot. Like a lot of them work in these restaurant jobs. You see them doing like HVAC and shit like that, like putting in um what is it called um installation and shit yeah. like that in houses, like construction shit that we're not gonna do. Like straight up, what it is. 
And honestly, if you take away a lot, like, if you take away all the immigrants in America for a day, like, I'm not going to say the country would completely go to shit, but we would definitely have to restructure in some yeah, form or we would, fashion. Yeah, we would feel it. Yeah, we would feel it. So it's like, that's why they really, Trump just riled a lot of people up. That's why he's going to put up a wall. That's not going to do nothing. Yeah. I've been seeing videos, like, of Mexicans cutting holes in the wall type shit, like a fucking door over there, crossing, niggas climbing that shit with a fat-ass fucking rope ladder. Climbing over, getting over that shit, bro. So it's like, look, at the end of the day, my and but my thing is, if you've been here, so like, say like a a, a legal gets caught, right? If you've been here for over ten years, right? So that's one part of it. If you've made a contribution to society, like you started a business and you found, like, I believe some of them even pay taxes. Illegal immigrants pay taxes and shit like that. Like, if you make yourself a viable part of society, you should be able to stay. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, it's because a lot of them come over here and start, like, lawn businesses and shit. Like, they start businesses that they can get without, you know, paperwork and shit like that. So, it's like, if, you, if you're if you a viable contribution to society, you should be allowed to stay, which is more than half of them. I'm not going to say it's majority of them because a lot of them, like, work like bullshit McDonald's jobs, Burger King jobs, like, yeah. bullshit jobs. And are just barely getting by. That doesn't mean that they're Usually not. Teenagers get yeah, them teenage jobs. That's actually that's actually the the point Del Deo has. He's like, yo, these are jobs that American teenagers are supposed to be getting to teach them the value of working. So when you have a, a competing with a Mexican, yeah, that literally they're used to working hard without breaks and shit like that. They're not gonna hire teenagers like that no more, nigga. They're gonna hire fucking Mexicans. Yeah, because they they're gonna break their back for that check. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, if I'm to be real, I don't, don't want no other choice. Nah, I don't want the mm. motherfucking teenager, bro. I went to McDonald's the other day before I went into work, right? These motherfuckers, especially the black ones, bro, we're the laziest ones, bro, and most stupidest ones. They in there, got their homies in there and shit like that. The bitches in there flirting with niggas, cussing, like orders coming out wrong. I had to give my food back because they gave me the wrong order and shit like that. Didn't even apologize to me as the customer. And people will say that, oh, why are you acting white? Oh, why are you acting bougie? That's like, no, I'm acting like I want you to do your fucking job that you're getting paid for. That's a fact. But I'm the asshole if I was to come back at you like with the same energy you're you're giving me, the same disrespect you're giving me as a customer. Yeah, I'm wrong. So that's my whole point with teen, like with the teenage thing and shit like that. Like when there's a Mexican working in there or some old head white chick working in there, my shit come out right all the time. Yeah. Whenever it's like some dumbass teenagers and shit like that, my shit comes out wrong. Yeah, because teenagers don't give a fuck. I remember like. Back like my sophomore year when them niggas working at Subway, they said that the nigga Hakeem came in with like a Hardy shirt and they was just in Subway. They was in there smoking in the back of the freezer and he had a whole Hardy's get up, bro, making niggas sandwiches, bro, giving food away for free to customers. At Subway? At Subway, bro. Funniest story ever, bro. Jesus Christ. Wait, Hakeem? Years ago. Who was it? Hakeem, Fathead Hakeem. That was my nigga. I yeah, bro, that was my I guy. He was too. cool as shit, bro. He was cool. He hung yeah, out with like Dante and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He be like, yeah, here, take it. It's free. You Go know ahead. I just recently found out what Dante is Matt's brother. Word Nelson, yeah, that's Matt's brother. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that shit either, nigga. Like literally, I went over his house one day and that nigga was not there. I was like, I was like, wait, Dante's your brother? He's like, yeah. Like, yo, I was like, oh, shit. I, like, I went to school with that. Like, I knew that nigga type shit. That's funny as shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, I fucked the high. I fucked the Dante, too. Dante was cool. Dante was cool. 
Um, but yeah, so oh uh, yeah, so we got damn, we got two uh, two hours and thirty minutes, bro. <laughs> Yo, see, I fuck, see, I fuck with talk. I knew we was gonna have a good show, bro. Yeah, bro. I knew we was gonna have a good show. Talk about anything, bro. That's literally podcast I, life. That's the whole point of the podcast, bro. Like it's called one. I call it the Forty Two Podcast because the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. Folks, I'm sorry. I know you. They've. The audience has heard this numerous times. I literally explain this to every person that's come there because usually by the time the end of the show, somebody asks me, so why 42? So call it 42 because of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they were like, they went to this supercomputer and they were like, what's the answer to life, the universe, and everything there is? He's like, oh, it's going to take me a long time to calculate that and compute that and give you a proper answer. Mm. So however billion billions of years goes by, like generations later, this race of people, they come back to the supercomputer. They're like, okay, so what's the answer to life, the universe, and everything? The computer's like, I don't know if you're going to like my answer. They're like, come on, tell us. We want to know. We're, we, we're dying to know. He's like, fine. The answer to life, the universe, and everything there is is 42. And they're like, what? <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> but the computer comes back at him. He said, well, like, you kind of got to understand what the question is before you know what the answer is. Y'all niggas don't even know what yeah. everything is. So how can you ask me what everything is when y'all niggas don't know? Yeah, y'all don't even know what the universe, none of that. Exactly. So that's why I call it 42, because at the end of the day, we all know everything, but none of us know shit. That is a fact. It's weird. People say, like, life is, like, we're just energy. And it's just, like, we're just the universe experiencing itself. Bro, this is In just, like, different forms. This is assimilation, bro. Assimilation? I think it's assimilation. Like on some Matrix shit? Uh, kind of, but not like that. Like you can't, I don't know, you can kind of hack the universe a little bit if you think about it, but it's like, in terms of like... I need to hack that, I need to send some blessings my way. <laughs> That's a fact. You know what the hack is? What? Hard work. Goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. That's the hack. That's what people don't want to get around. That's a fact. It's, that's what niggas are saying, it's like... Why do why don't niggas are dumb if they trying to find an easy way if just the hard way work? I mean, you're putting just all, yeah, just putting that work type putting shit. that work in for the easy way when you can put in the work in doing it the hard or not necessarily the hard way but putting the work in yeah because you know that's just once you be get successful. into the yeah once you get into the work it's not as hard as your brain made it out to be. That's usually what it always is like. Dog, when I started doing this shit, I started off lazy like recording shit whenever I felt like it and shit like that. But when I really got on my shit. It became fun. Like, at first I thought this was going to be fun. Then I realized, oh, shit, editing. That takes work. Oh, yeah. doing certain shit. That takes work. But once I got into the groove of doing it, like, going back and listening to the podcast, like, I'll be editing, laughing and shit, like, hearing shit that I, yeah. like, it's, it's fun. It becomes fun. But you get into it. For me, though, personally, I don't ever want it to feel like a job. Because when it feels like a job, that's when I'm going to get bored. Yeah. You lose that passion. And, yeah. that, and that passion is what brings the most success. Exactly, bro. And it's like... I try not to put the cart before the horse. Like, although I see my shit, and although I told you I'm trying to build like a media type shit, I ain't tell you fully. I'll probably tell you off air when we get done. Yeah. But it's like I have a big future and plan for this shit, and it's like, but it's like, I don't let that cloud the hard work. Like people mm-hmm. like to like to live in the future. You yeah. You guys, you gotta start. Yeah. People be in the future so much they don't be in the now and they don't start from. They don't start nothing. And I got to, um, it's certain shit that I got to do and shit like that first. But yeah, so just to you and the audience out there, it's, it's, it's like, I'm telling y'all niggas, dog, this shit, like Joe Rogan didn't start out Joe Rogan where he's at now. You yeah. feel me? Budden didn't start where he, like them niggas put in the work, the effort, like even somebody like, 
Um, Howard Stern. I don't really fuck with Howard Stern no more because of certain shit he's been doing politically. He's been acting like a fuckboy politically. Mm. But that's besides the point. <laughs> but <laughs> them niggas all started something. Like, I've been studying like people that do broadcasting, like like people mm. that do radio and podcasting shit and shit like, like that. Because that. that's what I do now. Like broadcasting. For all intents and purposes, I do broadcasting. Like this this is the new the 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 new media, bro. You feel me? Like this is gonna be the future. Like yeah, bro, Gillian them got a podcast. Million dollars worth of games. Oh, yeah, you know? I saw that shit. That, that shit is funny, bro. Him Yo, what is tax Wallow, supposed to be bro? coming back, bro? Tax stone. I don't know. I heard he was supposed to be getting out soon. Yeah. And that's what I heard. Because when it first went down, they was making it seem like he was gonna be there for a long time. So but I fucked with his podcast. Yo, remember when, when Joe went on there? When Joe Buddy went on there? <laughs> he said, man, get this nigga the fuck out of here. Who the fuck is this nigga? This nigga Buddy was like, I'm sorry if I offended. He was on some super, <laughs> he was on some super weird shit. I'm not going to fraud. He was like the weirdest shit. This nigga was <laughs> Bro, Joe Buddy be acting funny as shit sometimes, bro. Bro, his podcast is hilarious, bro. Yeah, bro. No. Him and Roy and all them. Dog, it's just that like I stopped watching Everyday Struggle after he left too. That I did it be personally because I like when I'm personally like I don't fuck with academics. You don't fuck with academics. He's a bitch. Yeah, he is, but it's like I don't know. I re- I like academics specifically for the come up. Like he had, he basically laid the blueprint for niggas like me, kind of. You feel me? Like he yeah. even laid the blueprint for somebody like Joe to do what he does. Like. This nigga, and honestly, like that's what makes me appreciate Charlemagne. Even though I do see the kind of the slight shit he does, the fuck shit he does. You look at a lot of the popping people now; they came through Charlemagne, bro. Charlemagne is gay. What, what makes you think Charlemagne gay, bro? Bro, he you ain't see what he did to all the Breakfast Club, bro. That shit is funny, bro. Bro, that's that shit is funny. How's that gay? That shit is that, that's some shit I would do, bro. Bro, for that one. Are you talking about like the ass imprint and shit? Yes, bro. Bro, that's what shit, I, first. I'm gonna be real. That's what shit I would have done, bro. It was funny, but that joint is. He was talking about it on, on the brilliant idiots, bro. bro. Dog, that shit was hilarious, dog. That that shit, dog, man. Shark, look, man. I don't ass and testicles, bro. No, nah, bro. That's funny, bro. That's funny as shit. That's funny. Nah, bro. But uh, that's what shit you sent to like your yeah, enemy. Nah, they, I, hey, they might not be fucking with each other, bro. That's how they. I mean, look, I'm not saying that they don't or they do, but like that's how they. That's how the motherfucker they operate fake as fuck, bro. Oh. Like you see, Ye, she be on there, right? Yeah. She don't fuck with Charlamagne no more after that fucking uh, Gucci what? shit. Oh yeah, I she remember fuck with that. She, that. She been going around on press junkets talking about how like oh our relationship is with like in a not disparaging manner, not like shitting on him, but definitely saying like we not cool like we was. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like nah, nigga. Business. But it's like. Is he not supposed to take that interview for himself, though? Yeah, I feel think it should have been like he should have defended her more. He was letting Gucci say some wild shit. Gucci killed two niggas, bro, and then bragged about it to Jeezy, nigga. I'm not standing up to Gucci. If I'm, if, I'm in Charlemagne's head right now. This there, is nigga. the new Gucci. All right, nigga, keep saying that, yo. See, niggas like to say Gucci a clone, so they don't got to remember Gucci is a goon and shit, bro. Oh, yeah, I know Gucci is a nigga. Of course he still do nigga shit. That he nigga has those nigga tendencies. Charlamagne stood up to him. Gucci would have smacked the shit out of that nigga. Charlamagne wouldn't have done don't shit. Don't say he got stand up. Like, yo, yo, chill, chill. We going we gonna to change the subject. He he was piping it. Like, yeah. instead of be like, yeah, we going to move. He kept bringing that shit up. And it's like Just to, to see what he would say. Because he knew that that shit was going to get views. I feel you, but to me, like what Angela Yee does is very similar to what somebody like a Wendy Williams does. So, 
I'm not saying they shouldn't do what they do, but it's like when you get met with the same energy, I'm not going to yeah. defend you. That's a fact. And that's what he did. It's not that. I mean, he kind of went extra, but when you're talking about somebody's wife, he, she was talking about his wife, right? I don't know. She, he said some shit like he was trying to get at her. And nah, she did. said some reckless shit to him. She was like, yeah, saying. you know what they say about um Dominican girls type shit? They got fat pussies or whatever. And then Gucci's like, what you want me to say to that? She told about her pussy fat to me. And it's like, now nah, all of a sudden I'm trying to come at her and this, that, and the third. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, how are you going to get mad at him for throwing the same energy back? It was funny, and they never brought that up on The Breakfast Club when they was talking about that video. I wonder she why. She did not say anything I about that. I wonder why. And Charlotte, they was trying to bring it up, and she just, like, ignored that whole that part. That she shit. ignored that whole part when she told the story. See, nah, nigga. That, I don't like that. And then The Breakfast Club, bro, I haven't... Yeah, I'm not saying Charlotte made wrong, but I understand why she mad. I haven't been able to watch The Breakfast Club and take them seriously anymore because of how they've been... Dog, they're literally a propaganda tool for the media now, bro, which sucks. Like, when they have niggas... When they have niggas like, like fucking Mayor Pete on there... Um, that like basically the, the Democratic candidates. You had Cory Booker's fucking coon ass on yeah. there. Had all these fuck people on there, but you don't have Tulsi Gabbard on there. And then when you do have Bernie Sanders on there, you attack him about what are you doing for black people, nigga? It's called Medicare for all. That's what he's doing for black people, okay? Because that's going to help everybody. And, and you ask him certain questions that, like, literally, I, I challenge you to do this. Before right now, we we we're about to cut because we got like two two about to be on two forty five, but. That. I challenge you to do this. I'm challenging Twan to this. What's up? Watch Bernie Sanders' interviews, right? A whole bunch of his interviews. I challenge you. And you'll see a repetition of certain questions that they ask him. Now, tell me if those questions are actually to find out, to dive into what Bernie Sanders, like his policy, or if that's to paint him in a certain way or smear him in a certain way. I challenge you to do that. But I accept that challenge. And Tulsi Gabbard as well. I would do it for Tulsi as well because they smear the fuck out of Tulsi all the time. Mm. So I challenge like. But I, I look at them both. Yeah, that shit. Like just seeing how the media operates and shit like that. It's literally, it, it, it's the fifth estate, bro. That's literally what it is. It's a propaganda tool for our country. Mm. We like to talk about how Russia uses like propaganda tool, tools and shit like that. Russia just outright says, yo, this is a state-sponsored TV channel, so we talk our shit on here. It's propaganda. With America, though, it's like CNN. It's like, sure, you know, we don't own them, but, you know, a member of the Vanderbilt family, like, hosts the show. Yeah. Like, America be sneaky with that shit. Yeah, sneaky. Like, oh, like, we give contributions to CNN underhandedly and shit like, shit like that. So, But... We at two two thirty seven now two forty and shit like that. So we gonna go ahead and wrap it up because we've been fucking this bitch too long, bro. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank my nigga. I'm dapping him up. On yeah. Thank Good. To, thanks through. for having me on here, man. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I had to be, That's I had what to we be. do here, man. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the forty two podcast. I'm about to do the you know the post rolls and shit like that. So. Uh, oh yeah, shout your social media off. You want your social media out there? I don't got no social media. I be low key with my shit. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I done had uh, shiz and spade on here, so they was like, yo, they tried. They, they asked me like, yo, is it cool if I if I shout my social? I'm like, nigga, go ahead. Yeah, bro. But yeah, so uh, hop on to the New Wave Studios Facebook page to continue the conversation off wax. I want to hear what you guys think about you know the shit we talked about on here. Let us know uh, if you're watching us on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. You know, like you know, I'm trying to get the get the word out there. Let niggas peep us and shit like that. Uh, as well, uh, I might be having some new shows on the YouTube channel as well coming very soon that I've actually been filming. And uh, 
Yeah, we, we're, we're going to be working on getting visuals on here. I noticed a lot of people, a lot of people were saying they want visuals. Yeah, they want, that, like we, that. they want that video. I'm like, what you want to look at my ugly ass face? It's like, nah, I'm, I'm cute as shit. I'm a cute ass nigga. But it's yeah. like, uh, we're going to get that out there. So uh, yeah, Next time I'm bring a bottle, we can sip on it while we discuss see, the podcast. I had, I had my bourbon bottle in there, but I'm going to be real. I'm selfish. I'm trying <laughs> to keep that in the tuck to the next check so I can get a new bro. bottle. I understand. Bro, I got <laughs> we, you, bro. We got that last little bit. I got you, bro. Yeah, that's actually something I want to start doing. Like the whole, I, like one of the things that I kind of forgot, honestly, to do, I was gonna have a bottle sitting right here in the middle of the table, and like niggas just take shots and shit like that. Like well, eventually, when chance. I when I get my own spot in place, eventually, which isn't gonna be, it's not gonna be anytime soon. But I won't be able to smoke smoke in there. Oh yeah, that's not me saying that I would smoke to any jobs that I have or colleges that I attend. I definitely don't smoke weed or do any type of drugs. Yeah, at all. Public so, service announcement. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Anchor, we're everywhere. Uh, Pete, you know, people's on there, share that shit. And yeah, uh, thank you for, you know, going balls deep with us into the unknown, diving into the, you know, the answers to life, that the universe, and everything. Philosophical pussy. Yeah, philosophical. Ooh, diving in that philosophy. I'm still in that. That's a dope ass <laughs> sound bite, nigga. Thank you for diving in us, diving in with us in this philosophical pussy. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks. Peace. Be easy. <laughs>